This is The 20 with DJ Spider, presented by BeatSource. Yo, yo, we are back. Welcome to The 20 Podcast, bringing you interviews with the best DJs, producers, and music industry professionals from around the globe. I'm your host, DJ Spider. DJ Spider! Oh yeah, this podcast is brought to you by BeatSource. BeatSource is the new digital music service for open format DJs. We are continuing to innovate and change the game for open format DJs, giving you the ability to DJ off of the cloud using BeatSource Link, and so much more with our curated playlist by our amazing uh, music directors for each genre. It's it's unbelievable. So log on to there. If you want a 60-day free trial, let me know because I can give you that code. It's the 20, T-H-E. Two zero. Type that in. You get 60 days free. Let me know what you think. Beatsource.com. Uh, and thank you guys, the Beat Sorcerers, for listening and supporting and all that stuff. Make sure you rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app so we can keep growing up the charts and doing this show week after week. I really appreciate it. And hit me online uh, on Instagram at DJ Spider, DJ S P I D E R. Let me know what you think about the show, some guests you want on there, you got questions, you want any of that, hit me up. All right, on to our guest. I told you we are worldwide, and we are worldwide. We're living up to that today. On today's show, we've got one of the most versatile and innovative DJs in the scene today. He has competed in and won so many battles, I don't think I can list them all, and his routines are some of the most technical and forward-thinking I've ever seen. He's Poland's national champion in the Red Bull 3-style competition two years in a row. Uh, he recently has won online contests that were put on by FaZe DJ, by BeatSource, um, by many others. I just caught him a couple weeks ago as one of the top three uh, competitors in A-Track's Goldie Awards. So even to make it to that level is unbelievable. Um, and plus, he's done so many other things that you hear about on this show. He also continues to share his knowledge online through his YouTube channel, his partnership with Superhero DJ School, where you can learn his routines, uh, and so much more. He's performed in many places all around the world, including Chile, Taiwan, of course, Poland, all around Europe, uh, everywhere, all, all over the place. But... We found out on this episode he has still not been to the United States. So if any promoters from America are out there listening, book this guy. He is dope. His scratching, his finger drumming, his all-around boundary pushing is next level. And we get to learn about it in this episode. So uh, prepare to nerd out and rewind his explanations of how he does this stuff because it's really mind-blowing. Uh, so please, all the way from Poland, welcome to the show, 69 Beats. We are here, it is the 20 Podcast, and we've got, all the way from Poland, 69 Beats! What's happening? Let's go, let's go. <laughs> Crowd's going crazy for you. <laughs> What's up? What's How up? are you, man? Fine, 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 all good, thank you. How are you? Good, I am doing well, thank you so much. So excited to talk to you. I was watching a bunch yeah, of likewise. your videos. Yeah, I was watching a bunch of your videos before this. I saw you uh, on the Goldie Awards, you know, what, less less than a week ago? Uh, you were on yeah. there yeah, doing yeah. some absolutely 
mind-blowing uh, <laughs> things that I don't I don't even know how to describe it. I was going to say DJing, but it's like <laughs> beyond DJing. I mean, it was unreal. I think I saw Scratch Bastard say something like, that has never been done before. And then you utilize that in your secondary set, right? Which was like very creative. <laughs> um thank you great to hear that um uh, yeah that was the plan that was the plan to make something to make something mind-blowing and something new that's never been done that was that was my plan yeah it was uh it it was great you know so and and like i said um you know i'm in los angeles you are uh calling in from poland right what city are you in sopot the city of sopot Support. Yeah. Okay. Are you all spent? Did you spend your whole life in Los Angeles, or, or yeah. were you born somewhere else? No, I was uh, born here um, and grew up okay, here. Okay, so because like- because uh, why I'm asking is that um, well, first of all, I wanted to to thank you for inviting me in, and I wanted to yes. say and to compliment you that you have a really great voice. Uh, because oh, I was listening to, to some of the podcasts and like for me, from someone who's not from US, from not, not English speaking country, like right. it can be, it, 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 it might be the, the hardest, uh, thing to the, the hardest people to listen to if they come like natively from English speaking countries, it might be really hard to, to understand them. Uh, but, but. The way you are speaking is like very, very um, understandable. Right? <laughs> is is that a good word? <laughs> yeah, that is great. Uh, you're 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 speaking perfect English. So yeah, you're really you are really easy to understand for a person like me who who does not come from any English speaking country. Right. Oh, that's so, yeah. that's actually great to hear. Thank you. And I've heard that from a few other people that we've done interviews in different languages or when people have listened from their countries and, and they've said similar things. So, yeah, thank you. I try to keep it, you know, simple. And plus, you come from a DJ world, so I'm talking about a lot of things that you understand already. Um, but that's great. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you were saying you yeah. heard the Jazzy Jeff <laughs> podcast. and uh, Is there? It's crazy that we put that one out like 11 months ago. Um, I can't believe we've, you know, we've been doing this every week during the pandemic and before. So uh, it's just, it's been amazing to be able to talk to so many DJs from all over the place and to like, you know, watch you do this amazing set in Poland. And and then I get to talk to you a few days later and hear about it. Um, It's just great. That's the beauty of being connected on the internet and not having to wait till you come to Los Angeles. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So that's so cool. And so it must be, what time is it there? It's like pretty, it's, it's one o'clock here in LA PM. So what is it like? Right now it's like two hours before midnight. Oh, okay. So are you yeah. you drinking vodka or hanging out or <laughs> doing something? Uh, can I? Can I? Yeah, I do go. drink, but I but I won't tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I got I I got I have pure vodka right here. No, it's just um, water. <laughs> just water. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> don't mind the don't, don't don't mind the don't mind the weird color of that water. Yeah, that's some weird color water. Okay, well, we're having yeah. some beers. I can, I'm pretend to have a beer with you. Here we go. Cheers. Um, cheers, man. <laughs> yes, cheers. We're connected. Nasdrowie. So nice. Uh, 
Wait, how do you say it? Dostrovia? <laughs> na, na, zdrovie. Na, zdrovie. Yeah, which means uh, for healthiness. Something like that, for healthiness. Okay. Na, zdrovie, for healthiness. Cheers. Yes, sir. Um, amazing. <laughs> well, I'm so happy to have you on here. And um, like we said, you were just in the Goldie Awards. Um, the set you did was just nuts. Like, um, how long does it take for you to prepare how long does it take for you to prepare for the first set and then it was cool to watch your second set evolve from sets from your first set and taking real life things that the judges said and everything and then incorporating it um it's uh it's 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 complicated to answer because the the whole idea for my first set um was was very very kind of similar to what I did on my last uh, Red Bull three style submission, uh, for the Red Bull three style tenth edition that didn't take place because of the pandemic. Right. Uh, so my plan my plan for the submission for three style then was like making a really. Uh, as scratch bastard said that, so that's that's your word. <laughs> that's your word. <laughs> yes, Paul. yes. Um, the, the cinematic intro where I do as much stuff like skill, uh, skillful stuff uh, at the b- very beginning, as much uh, skill to show as much skill as possible uh, in a, like the shortest period of time possible. Uh, so I did like. Some some a bunch of like scratching and juggling uh, w- with cue points and finger drumming and melody playing within like thirty seconds, and right. then to set up some vibe, play some tunes, uh, some word plays, some tone plays and stuff like that, uh, and then do some like new new ish stuff uh, for the for the ending. Uh, so for three style, I did like a double decked. Tone play where I use both sides, uh, where I play the beat on on the sampler, and then I use both decks uh, for making a tone play. Uh, and then I did some crazy like pad cue point beat juggling or uh, with Cardi B's uh, "I Like It" remix. Right. Um, so I had the the same idea, uh, like the whole plan for the whole five minutes was the same for the Goldie Awards, and uh, so so I had like. I had the, the the plan in my head, uh, but I just had to you know reshape the whole thing to not do right. the same stuff I did for three styles. So I did the intro with, with that cinematic intro. Uh, I did that that journey around the world. Uh, that was that was also an idea for three style. I wanted to make it like fifteen minute set uh, for the world finals. If I right. ever, if, if I made it to, to, to Moscow, uh, because that year we, we didn't have the finals in Poland, so uh, I was going to fight for the wild cards. Right. Uh, so, so the idea of the journey around the world uh, in a set was a, a really old idea of mine. I oh, had okay. like on the to-do list like for, for a very long time. Uh, but it was, it was really... I, w- I would be really more comfortable to do it in 15 minutes for three style than than to fit it in into Goldie Awards, uh, because you know, like to to make people go around the world in five minutes is is really <laughs> that was really tough. Like I I know when we had when we had the deadline for for uh, sending the Goldie Awards videos, I I still had like seven and a half minutes instead of five minutes. Uh, for, five for minutes set. is so hard. 
yeah and it, it was i had to cut two and a half minutes in in like just a few hours uh because we had the deadline uh, we the the live stream was on on sunday and we had deadline t- until wednesday oh my uh, god so on, so when we had Wednesday already in, it was Wednesday evening in Poland. I still had like seven and a half minutes instead of five minutes, and I was just <laughs> cutting down. And I was, I, I just made a list of of uh, of ideas that should go away first. Right. Uh, I had like, I had like. Uh, um, I had peaches from Justin Bieber into into California Love because I, uh, I I'm I'm doing it a lot in clubs and people love that transition, uh, uh, and I, I posted it on Instagram as well and I had some great reactions. So I wanted to do it in um, in Goldie Awards, but it took so much time uh, that it was on on the top of my list to go away because like right. California Love is a pretty pr- played out track, right? Yeah, we can we we can we we all love it, right? Right, it's it's true. Classic. We all love it. Yeah. We can we, we can we can listen to it uh, uh, every single on every single party. But um, I'm 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 really sensitive about reusing the same tracks in in battles. I always yeah. try to do as much original stuff during a battle as possible. So, California Love was the first to go away then i had uh, i wanted to do the transition from the west side to japan i i wanted to do with uh, iki azalea's fancy because oh, yeah. we all know the words like going from la to tokyo but that was also like played out so 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 much <laughs> like it's tough i think i think when three style went to tokyo world finals in 2015 like everybody was doing that transition from fancy right. to some to some like tokyo drift or or any other japan songs like everybody was doing that uh, that True. hook from fancy uh so yeah that was the second one to go away and then i started cutting some some more and some more so i i really thought that it's gonna be like too clustered the that the track the tracks would go uh, too fast one uh, one after another but yeah it, it, fortunately it it came out like pretty pretty good uh, and then yeah and then I had and then I had to fit that uh, that reverse tennis routine at the end so I was the my first attempt was like oh I finally have I finally have like four minutes fifty five seconds like I think is that it is that it and then I was like wait but I have to I ha- I still have to reverse <laughs> to 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 make the time to reverse uh that that routine at the end. So it was another like 40 seconds. Right. And I was like, "Oh my god, should I literally use the full 5 minutes and then ask them to play the video backwards?" But I I thought that was like that would be impossible because right. you know I could I could tell them yeah I fit into five minutes but it's your job to play the video backwards <laughs> like I'm still I'm still within the five minutes so they're so like it's your it doesn't work like that it, no <laughs> yeah yeah so so no I I said I said to myself no there's no way they will they will play the video backwards on on the live stream so uh, yeah I had to cut another forty seconds uh, and like. I felt like a little baby, like I was jumping and screaming when, in the studio when I finally managed to like fit in the the five minutes. That's great. That's so cool. And then and, I, and, and then it, I just it, yeah. Then Go. I just then I then I put the video footage on on my computer and I and and first thing I did was reversing that last part and I was like, 
oh my god it worked and I, I, just, I was literally like sitting here in the middle of the night and i was just watching it one time after another like a hundred <laughs> times I, I couldn't believe that worked out i really i really didn't believe that it's almost like you have to watch the routine i actually need to go back and watch it again now because i didn't even totally understand everything you were doing and now i get it so you did it and put the video backwards like that's just crazy so, so the, wow. the, the the basic idea of that was to to make something uh, that didn't make any sense and then reveal it at the end uh, of how how that did make sense yeah so yeah. like because uh, one of the one of the inspirations for that routine was uh, where people from uh, I, I saw that in many talent show talent shows uh, maybe maybe you saw that as well when when they come with like a big big blank uh, material and they yeah. like just start to play music started to dancing and and paint something on that material oh, yeah. right and it doesn't and then it completely doesn't make any sense until they like flip it upside down at the very end and it appears that they painted some famous uh, some famous face or something like that yes um so so that was one of the inspirations for that routine i wanted to i wanted to do something that completely didn't make any sense and then to reveal at the end of how how that did make sense so that was the that was one of the uh, yeah ideas inspiration that's so for that. cool that really i mean it's cool to show the connection of actual like visual art and djing and show how they're both artistic in a way and like yeah, you can yeah, be inspired yeah. by a visual artist i've seen that artist that draws yeah. his kids and different people upside down and then puts it back and you're like oh my god how'd you do that and it's cool to yes, see how uh, you translated it to audio you know from from visual yeah. into audio the, that's the, a, the inspiration the inspiration can come from from any place yeah, I love that. And also, it's cool. Um, everybody looks at what you do, and they're amazed by, you know, everything you put into it. But a big part of it, like you just described, is taking things out of it. Like, sometimes we put so much in. I've done that, too, where I have a two-hour set, and then I practice and do it, and it's like three hours. And I'm like, oh, no, I need to cut just into the best parts. You know, if I'm going to do this club, I want it just to be the whole time, like, going, you know, strong. So... Um, the editing is such a big part of all of this, like getting all your ideas, then being able to uh, edit them down yeah. into what yeah. you think will be the strongest thing. Yeah. And then the, the, the editing itself, like the, that was the, that was the other inspiration because um, when I got invited into Goldie Awards, I was, yeah. I was kind of, I, I was kind of sad and and of course I was happy, but I was kind of sad at the same time because uh, you know I I've never been to to United States and I wanted to go to New York, right? right? So uh, I I told that to a track and like because uh, I wanted to go to New York so badly I I was trying I to go uh, I was trying to get in Goldie Awards like from the from the very first uh, edition, uh, but it's you know it's it's. I was super happy because it's 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 one thing to to submit your video and then like be better than than everyone else and get into uh, and get into the get into the battle uh, because of your submission uh, and it's a completely other thing when you when you don't have to submit but you get like such an exclusive invitation uh, right that that felt just super unreal to be like you know to be noticed and invited into into a battle that that was that that felt amazing yeah and then, and it's like, world worldwide uh, too i mean that's huge 
yeah, but I, I went off topic a little bit. So um, I was I was sad that I, that I won't go to New York, but on the other end, uh, I could utilize that online format, right? So yeah. Uh, so the other inspiration was, of course, Lazy Boy, which like took uh, yep. took that that online battling into uh, into another d- dimension. So uh, I wanted to do I wanted to also do something that utilizes that online format. Mm, and of course, like when when Lazy Boy showed us that something like like this kind of editing and this kind of things are allowed, because nobody said it's not allowed. But yeah, everyone was ev- everyone was just used to like you know it's a DJ battle. You have to do one constant set with one video angle, like you know no cutting, no editing, no no right. nothing. But if you think about it. It's never been said in Goldie Awards. Like nobody, right. nobody ever said that it's required. Like DMC, on DMC, it's within the rules and regulations. Like it, right, it also. But I think someone in, like A Track, A Track likes forward thinking and technology and yeah, using things yeah. maybe not exactly how they were envisioned to be used. Yeah, so so, so it, it was cool other, to see that. Yeah, other battles make may make that pretty clear that such things right. are not allowed. But yeah. nobody said that in Goldie Awards. Yeah. Uh, there, there were no rules about it. Like the only thing that we got to know is you have to send us the recording that is maximum five minutes and with like 10, uh, 1080p uh, video quality in, in horizontal. And that's it. Like no rules, right. no nothing. Like just record a five minute video. Uh, so yeah, so I wanted to, to utilize that online format as well. Uh, but I didn't want to, you know, to copy what, what Lazy Boy did. Yeah. So it got me thinking: how how can I how can I use that uh, that that editing possibility and stuff like that? So yeah, uh, everything. It came was up great. To that, I saw to like how you. Routine. Yeah, the reverse the reverse routine, and then bringing the judges in, and then also just the around the world thing. It's you know I know it's hard even as to, to keep up with what you're doing. So when you were going around the world, but then you listed it up on the left side. Yeah, that was um, that was an it was kind of, of of making the good, video. Yeah. Yeah, it was a nice way to follow along. Go, oh, that's what he's doing. Oh, that's from there. Okay, I see, I see. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Because that that was a, a other lesson that I that I took out of uh, three style. Because like um, when I when I won my second title and then I went on to the fi- world finals in Krakow. Uh, at first, I made a set like really deep set uh, with 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 all like the hidden hidden things, hidden little things like Easter eggs and something like that. And then I, uh, when I got the recording, I added all the subtitles uh, to it yeah. and, and like to, to, to just like blow people's minds again after, after publishing it with all the subtitles. But that was, that was something that people could know only by watching the video and, and reading the subtitles. And then I went yeah. on to the world finals in Krakow and then I made it even deeper and that was my biggest failure because because I I didn't took that that life uh, that life part uh, right. into account and I made a like the whole story of a child being born being the like the good life then turning into a bad guy uh, then it's not good or bad it's an alien and, and stuff like that and the, <laughs> the, it was the whole story and when I when I put it again with subtitles like everybody could understand it but in, in a life setting. On my elimination night, uh, like nobody, nobody, literally nobody uh, understood that story. And after my elimination night, I, I even approached the judges 
like one by one uh and like nobody nobody would tell me uh, oh sorry I, i think jesse jeff told me that he kind of picked up on a story but Scratch Bastards said that it went over people's head. Like Newmark, Newmark uh, didn't get it. Like Craze did like the biggest WTF face I've I've ever saw. Like I was like, did you did you hear the story in my in my in my set of like the child being born, the good life, the bad life, and stuff like that? And Craze was like, what story? Like he he gave me the 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 biggest WTF face I've I've oh ever saw. God. Like. Yeah, so like what story? Like he he got the word place about like, you know, the good life, the 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 bad and and stuff like that. He he got the word place, but not the whole story. So right. that was my biggest that was my biggest failure because I made it so deep like it and then and then uh yeah. some of my friends were watching it and some of my friends were watching it at home. Um And 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 uh, I remember one of my friends uh, said that he was watching it with his wife, and she was like, "Why, why would you do anything that need explanation on on the on the screen? Like you're you're a DJ, you should play the music, you should do stuff that people understand. And why 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 make anything that needs an explanation? Uh, so yeah, I so mean, I was, guess." Yeah, I understand. I mean, look, you're very ambitious. You're very forward thinking and <laughs> you really, really, really tried to push the boundaries, which I think is respectable and cool. And that doesn't always work out. What can you do? And you can use it as some I think it's it's good that you can reflect upon it and notice the things that did work and the things that didn't work so you can adjust and and adjust it for your next battle. Yeah, so so um, it all it's hard as a that. DJ. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It all came down to that Goldie Award set when I could like, I could literally put the subtitles onto the screen uh so like right. people could catch up on the story like right there. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, because when you're making it at home, you practice so long that to you something within two seconds makes sense, but somebody else that's watching it, it's like happening so fast that they are yeah. like what if yeah. they miss one thing, they don't even understand. Even DJs that are paying attention They're trying to hear the beat and the music and the on beat and the scratching and so many things at once that it's almost like their brain can't take it all in at once. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's that, that's a huge problem with uh, with battles. Uh, yeah, because the DJ that makes a set understands every single thing and know yeah. when 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 he makes mistakes or not. And and most of the time, like people don't even hear those mistakes and stuff like that. Uh, but it's not only the mistakes; it's also like the the little details, like technical details. Like you try to make your set as technically advanced as you want, and you do all these like you know three click flares and and some complicated scratches and some yeah. super hard juggling patterns. And you are the you are the person the DJ the DJ battling uh, is the person that understands that the best. Then then you have the judges that they will understand more than the public does. Yeah, but they won't get all the details. They never get all the details that the DJ who is playing made the set uh, understands all the details. Like right. so, you have the the first filter is between the DJ battling and the judges. And then even bigger filter is between the DJ and the publicity. So you have you you, you have to 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 take yeah. all those things into account. 
It's true. I mean, if you think about any music you listen to, you don't hear everything right away. Even when you listen to your favorite artist album or when you watch a movie yeah. or a TV show or you hear a story or a stand-up comedian, I feel like once you then hear it the second time, you notice all these extra things. So especially with a fast-moving DJ set, it's hard. So that's a good lesson to know that to be ambitious and forward-thinking, but also make sure... It's simple enough for people to understand. It's even like making music. You notice a lot of um, music producers, they could do a million sounds and add in an orchestra and do so much. But sometimes like on, you know, a, a, let's say a Drake song or anything, it's very simple. It's just one sound and a beat and they leave room for the artist to sing or rap because it, yeah. even though they could do, it might be too much and then people wouldn't like like it so i guess there's that fine line of being innovative and different but also um it's a ed it goes back to the editing the editing of yourself i guess yeah exactly. um well so so you um also work with superhero djs and you teach people your routines through this um website and this platform right can you give us some more details on that um what details <laughs> <laughs> well i guess That's... what what is it like i don't even know that much about it and i'm a dj oh, okay. i just see okay, so, i see uh... advertisements for it and i see a bunch of people i know like up there and doing a thing and then i'm like i've okay, never okay, gone okay, on okay, so i, I don't know it. so so like from the does bottom it, so let's... yeah who who is it for and what do you teach on there and how does it work um it works like this you make an account okay <laughs> uh you choose your plan for for a for a subscription and you get an access to a right now a really large number of different routines of a different okay. level um it was the first idea for the superhero DJs, because I'm with them uh, from the very beginning. I, I was okay. invited to work with them uh, before it all started. Uh, so the first idea for, for the platform was to make uh, a platform with advanced routines. Uh, right. So DJs could learn, like, not to, to teach just the basics, but to help people make that leap from being uh from from doing basic stuff to doing like battle level stuff to stuff right. like people do in dmcs on or red bull 3 style or in goldies um so the the idea was to to put together a bunch of djs that actively battle mm -hmm. and to share some of the routines uh from the battles so people could get a get the idea of how the how the routines are constructed um so you know so they could take the ideas of of constructing the more advanced routines i do and do it by themselves on right on some other music uh on some stuff uh they 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 do on their on their own right uh so yeah so that was that was the the first idea uh to 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 teach people advanced routines Right. But it started to, you know, uh, to, to get wider and wider. And we started to make uh, really, really uh, easier routines too, as yeah. well. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can really tell that or not, <laughs> but we are working, we are working on some, uh, on some courses right now. Uh, that will, uh, that will be a really wide range of, uh, that will cover a really wide range of skill. 
like from the very basics to some more advanced stuff. Uh, so right now we are aiming to do to cover all kinds of, of skill levels. So right. the first idea was to do just uh, the advanced type of routines. Uh, but right now it's gonna it's gonna get wider and and to cover uh, more levels. Right. And the the but the main idea is that you get the material to work with. You get to download all the songs and all the sounds, uh, like you know to to load into decks to into sampler, yeah, and, and stuff like that. You get all the the MP3s for, for your software. Right, and then you and can practice yourself. And along with it, you get the video. You get the video with the routine done by the teacher, and then you get the whole another video with the tutorial, with step by step tutorial of how to make that routine. So that's, that's cool. And, and and as a DJ yeah, so, like you, is do they um if you get more subscribers on your page, do you like get paid more or like how does it work? Or are you just part of like a standard thing? Like anybody can pick anybody to learn from, or do people um uh, yeah, you, you just you just pay for a DJ. subscription and you can access everything. Oh, cool. You can access everything that's there. So there's no like the routines from world champions are right. uh, more expensive than others. No, it's 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 you <laughs> cool. get you get the access to all the uh, all the library of all the right. lessons. And oh, routines. that's great! So if people want yeah. to learn or know the details of how you're doing your stuff, they can go on Superhero DJs and and sign up and yeah. download the files and and practice over and over. They, I yeah. think they would have to practice like 22 years to be able to do what you do, but <laughs> it's like... Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> with that, all the with buttons, that kind like, of With that kind of tutorials that we make for superhero DJs, it's like, I think people can, can learn like, I don't know, like 10, 20 times faster than, than normal. Yeah. Because um, when, when I tried to... Because... It's the idea is like learning by doing, right? So you you do the same you do the same routine as the teacher, and and you learn some ideas that stand behind constructing such a routine, right? So then right. you can move all the ideas uh, to construct your own routines with your own music and stuff like that. So um, it's it's way way faster to do that when you have all things available, the, the MP3s, the tutorial and stuff like that, then to deconstruct someone, some, someone's routine by your own. Yeah. Uh, because that takes a lot of time. Like I oh, did yeah. that with, uh, I did that with the craziest new slaves routine. Oh wow. And it was like, and it, and it, it was massively like, it was a leap for me. Like when I got yeah. all the details to, to replay that routine, it like, opened up like the whole new like kind of thinking in my head like oh, that's how so to cool. use the how to use the like the slip mode how to incorporate like playing the samples from the sampler uh, while beat juggling and stuff like that so it took me a lot of time to deconstruct that. It's like I know I I was like those people on YouTube that that titled the videos like I watched Spider Man on zero point twenty five speed and this is what I find out like you know <laughs> there, there are tons of videos like that so right. I was watching I was watching that routine like the, on that zero point twenty five speed like frame by frame oh to see. God what what he touches when when he when he plays the samples when he plays the cue points and and stuff like that 
where this snare comes from, where that kick comes from, and and to deconstruct such a such a complicated routine, it takes a lot of time. Yeah, like I know. really, sure. it takes a lot of time. And then on superhero DJs, you you don't have to deconstruct anything because you have the teacher explaining to you step by step on how to do what and when. Right. So it's like. And, and and you get it like in within like 15 to 20 minute video tutorials. So, and you know everything about the routine wow. and to deconstruct the new slaves routine. It took me, it, it took me, I don't know, like two weeks or a month. Like, yeah, I'm sure. I, I don't remember exactly, but as I said, like to, when you have a tutorial in, in front of you, it you, like, you, you learn way, way faster. So yeah, I'm sure. Well, speaking of learning, how did you first learn to DJ? Where, how did you get your start? And who were some of your inspirations? Um, that's a bit of a funny story because up until like 2006, yeah, I, I didn't really know that you can touch the vinyl on the, on the turntable. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I come, I come from a small-ish town. Uh, like right, right now, I'm I'm living in a much bigger one because uh, okay. I moved uh, for for university. But uh, I was born in like forty forty five thousand people city. Okay. Uh, in and what what, fam- what city is that? What's it called? Uh, it's called Starogard Gdański. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> I have to watch that. I have to watch that on 0.25 speed to be able to say it's it. It's like it's like Starogard. It's like combination of two words, which mean old uh, old town. Okay. Uh, and Gdański means it lays uh, a, a bunch of kilometers uh, from Gdańsk because Gdańsk is oh. right here, right next to my city I live right now. Uh, we call it the Tri City because the, these are like three three different cities connected into one. Okay. Uh, so Gdańsk is the biggest city in northern Poland, and oh. my uh, and my hometown is like sixty kilometers to the south. Uh, okay. So yeah, it's like old town from from below Gdańsk. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Got yeah, it. Yeah. So so when you when you were born in 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 the eighties in in such a small town in Poland, like there wasn't really like gigs and parties and nothing like that. Right. Of course, of course, like people had parties, but mostly with live bands and stuff like that. There were no DJs in my town. Yeah, uh, there was no like clubs with where 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 DJ would DJs would play records and stuff like that. Uh, so for most of my childhood, I I didn't even know that something like a DJ uh, exists. Uh, so. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. So when I don't know what to compare, like when Craze was <laughs> was when Craze was winning his third DMC title, I was in my yeah, I was in my uh, basic school, like my my primary school. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, and I was just starting my uh, my uh, musical school uh, on piano. Because okay. we had piano at home, and my my mom and my older brother were playing piano, and my my father was uh, is playing guitar, oh, so okay. we had pretty like much pretty much music in in our home, and we also oh, had good. a turntable and a bunch of records, uh, but I was always taught that if you put a record on turntable, you have to you know you have to 
yeah, carry it like that. You have to put it. Yeah, you have to hold right. it on sides. You have to put it on the turntable. Just like you know, be careful with the needle, and and you just play and don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So and, and look at like, you now. Look at from that to, the, to <laughs> now. You touch everything. <laughs> yeah. So so for for. Up until I, I started to, to, to go on parties, uh, I, I, I didn't pay attention to DJs at all. Like I, right. I, I had some, we had, we had our first cable TV where I had MTV and, and some other musical stations, like maybe in like 2000 or 2001. Oh, okay. And uh, that was like the first years when we had like cable TV with all that, you know, like f- the stations from TV stations from, from around the world. Right. Uh, so, of course, I was watching MTV like crazy and, and some other music stations. And I was recording some music by placing the recorder uh, next to the speaker in my TV. And I was making some, some, some tape cassettes for my own wow. to listen oh, wow. to. Uh and then, yeah, but but I still like I was like still you you still thinking that you cannot touch the record on a turntable. <laughs> that was, right, that was that's still crazy. That time. So how did you get so, to yeah. that point? Who was the first so, person you saw? Like the first the first gigs I started to to go to was obviously the birthdays, the 18th birthdays in my in my high school. Right. Uh, when my older when my older colleagues started to to have uh, 18th birthday birthdays birthday parties and stuff like that and then my uh, my year started to have 18th birthday so i'm i was born in 88 so 20 20 to 2005 and 2006 was the first two years i started to go into clubs for wow. gigs and we had like three clubs in my hometown and they were mostly playing like house music and like really like electronic, fast electronic music, like I don't know, uh, like two hundred one one twenty BPM plus. Like oh, there was okay. no like hip hop club, no hip hop clubs and stuff like that. Right. So uh, yeah, and then I then I went to my to my friend's uh, house party, and it it happened that her older brother was a DJ in one of those clubs. Uh, and we went to his room uh, in 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 their house, and I was like, and I saw all the gear that I think it was the infamous Behringer seven hundred uh, mixer, yeah, and and two Pioneer eight hundred players, and I was like, wow, I have to learn that. Like I was I wasn't thinking about like anything. Like I I didn't know what music I would play. I didn't I didn't think about right. battling about, about about playing in clubs about doing it for a living and anything like that. I was just like, wow, that that looks cool. I want to learn how to do it. Yeah. And yeah. So then uh, I started to I uh, started visiting them a bunch of times, uh, and 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 my friends started to 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 teach me how to do it. We had a couple of like back-to-back sessions and and stuff like that uh, at her home, so yeah. yeah. And uh, and then I had my own 18th birthday in September 26, uh, 2006, and uh, yeah, they, like I I got my whole family to to gather together to buy me my first my first gear, and. And that older brother of my friend uh, went with me to to the bigger city right here mm-hmm. when I live here now. The, it was the only like electronic DJ shop uh, with DJ gear uh, right here in our region. 
Right. Um, and yeah, so we bought, I bought the mixer from him because he got the uh, Pioneer 600 for himself and he sold me that Behringer mixer. And I got myself a pair of those little Denon 1000 players that had the, the platter of a size of a CD. Right. Uh, so I was, I was basically going into that old flame war between uh, Pioneer CDJ100 and uh, then on DNS1000 for a first player. So I was searching some internet forums and they were like full of, of discussions like that. Like what what should be my first gear? And it, every single topic was Denon versus Denon1000 versus Pioneer100. And yeah, and most people uh, most people would 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 choose Pioneer um, because Pioneer, of course, was already an established uh, established brand. Yeah, uh, but I was I was kind of like excited about all the features that Denon had, and it has it had Q points and like it was like two Q points or three Q points and scratch. Right. And Pioneer CDJ100 didn't have scratch, so um, yeah, yeah, totally. That was that was a very fortunate choice uh, for me because uh, I started learning um, to DJ with house music. Okay, uh, because uh, all the DJs in my town uh, were playing on in, on those clubs uh, where we went to birthday parties. They were yeah. all playing mostly mostly house music. So I started to learn uh, mixing with house music, but I got bored with it pretty fast. Like I learned to how to beat match within like two weeks, and then I was just beat matching house songs, and and I had I had no idea how to how to take it to some other level that would make me more excited about it because I I couldn't find any like any DJ competitions, any DJ battles that would uh, that DJ would play house music. Right, like back, yeah. like back then, like fifteen years ago, I don't, I, I, I cannot recall a single battle where DJs Me would play either. like you know house music and stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, so I found some footage of people battling with hip hop, of course, right? Yeah. Uh, it was not, it was not the DMC. It was not DMC or ITF or anything like that. So I, so it was like it, it was still like 2006, 2007, and I had no idea who, who Jazzy Jeff was or who Craze was or anything like that. I had no idea about the uh, that the DMCs existed and stuff like that. What I found was uh, DJ Second Nature. I don't yeah. know if you if you know. Yeah, I, I know him know pretty him. well actually. Yeah. Okay, so that was that was actually the first battle video I can recall watching when he oh, was wow. uh, and, he and video some, too. He does yeah, a lot of video. Yeah, he was mixing. Yeah, he he was mixing. He was mixing songs and the videos at the same time, and he, it was like the footage was from like two thousand three and two thousand four. Yeah. And they were already speaking about him like that. He was winning those battles for like <laughs> last ten years. Uh, since the nineties, wow. so that was I was I was when I when I started to get interested in DMCs and freestyle and stuff like that. I was really surprised that um, that the kind of battles that Second Nature did weren't that popular as the DMC was, uh, right? Because that seemed like a very like niche battle uh, that I I like right now when you when you try to search for it you won't find it. I had to look right. on my own. 
I, I had to look on my really, really old backups from my oldest computers to, f- to find those, uh, those Second Nature videos when I, when I was right. trying that for the last time. That was a couple of months ago. So I, w- I was trying to find that in the internet for the first time, and I couldn't. I just couldn't. So I just found that on my, on my old hard drives. So yeah, wow. so that was, that was my first uh, encounter with, with battle DJing uh, with hip hop. So I was like, oh, right, that's, that's something I want to do. And uh, that's, that's, that's the kind of DJing I want to, I want to do. So, and then I, uh, by coincidence, I had one of my friends uh, ask me to play her 18th birthday but he, but she she didn't want the house music. She wanted hip hop. So I was like, okay, I have to make a playlist of, of hip hop songs. Uh, I have a list right here on on, on my shelf. Uh, like my wife put it into a frame because I have my very first uh, list of hip hop songs, like by the BPM uh, with all the BPMs, like from the lowest to the wow. highest uh, wow. that I made for that party. And yeah, it was like two thousand and uh, it was the end of two thousand six, I think. So okay. that was the first, that was when I played my first uh, hip hop set. Uh, wow, that's crazy. So, yeah, and, and, and I got really excited about what, what you can do with, with all the hip hop R&B songs and stuff like that. So that was the, that was the time when I started uh, to, to, to get some interest in, in, in that battle-ish style of DJing with, with hip hop. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. It's so crazy that, that, you were in 2006 that's where you are where you were and now you're at this point you know basically you're in almost every battle i see at this point from the red bull to the dmcs to the um goldies and and all that plus the superhero djs and your own youtube and your own instagram you're constantly putting out videos and the phase dj games the melodics i mean you you truly put in work and i think that it comes from a place of pure genuine love for it and inspiration for it i mean it sounds like just that day where you saw the older brother's equipment and your mind for some reason said i need to learn this it was just like the cosmically the universe just putting it into you you know like (laughs) yeah yeah exactly because it's weird it's not like you grew up around it or even we're watching videos so that's such an interesting story and it's so that's what I try to tell everyone when they say, oh, do you have any advice or, or what did you do? I'm like, everybody has their own path, you know, and you have such a unique path to get where you have been, you know, it's so amazing. And also you, your love for tech. I mean, like, where does that come from? You obviously have a, a love for pushing buttons and new technology and trying to understand things down to the, er, the the very detail and even push it um where does that come from um that's a really hard question to be honest <laughs> like never uh, nobody ever asked me that so um i think it's a combination of 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 a lot of things because as i said like the first choice of of the players that i did i got i, I got excited about those little technical details yeah. Uh, from from the Denon player uh, over the Pioneer player, because Pioneer didn't have scratch and cue points, and it got me and yeah. it, and, it, and it got me into into this kind of thinking like this has this player has more features, so I can do more. So right. And then when I and then when I have it, then why don't you why don't use it? Then then you have to find the ways to use it, right? So yes. So that was. Uh, 
that was my very first choice. And then when I, um, then when I switched over to turntables, which, which is another funny story because I didn't have, uh, I didn't own the turntables until 2010. That's, that's crazy too. That's wow. Uh, Amazing. I, 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 the only thing, the, uh, uh, my, my older friend, uh, like I moved to the bigger city for, for, uh, for college in 2008. Okay. And and I barely started to get into clubbing here, and the clubbing here was way more, uh, way more advanced. Like uh, that mm. was the part I forgot to to say to say before. Like when you come yeah. from a small town in 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 my country, like you can you you can, uh, you can you can live like me and not encounter like turntable DJing for an, up until like two thousand six, right? Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, but people that that were living in bigger cities, they they all knew that, right? We have we have rappers for that started that started making hip hop albums in early nineties. Yeah, uh, like I, I think the first hip hop album from Poland is is from like two uh, like ninety three, okay. ninety two or ninety three, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and DJs uh, and DJs obviously the the the, the hip hop DJs turntablists started they started their careers in in nineties as well. Yeah, uh, but they were mostly from those bigger cities that they have better access to, you know, to, to to the vinyls, to the gear and stuff like that. And when you when you were living in a small town like I did, like just as I said, I didn't know any like battle DJing up until two thousand six. So uh, right. yeah, so I was still living in my city. I was learning on the CDJs. Then I I moved to a bigger city for college. I started to meet DJs that were using turntables. And, and DVS systems up up already. So um, in the club where I first started playing in in the bigger city, they were already using the, the that very first Stanton DVS, uh, yeah. Stanton Scratch, right? And then okay. Serato, and then Serato came in, and we have like we had like our currency were the on its all time uh, best place. Uh, compared to US dollar on, in 2010. So uh -huh. like the US dollar was super, super cheap. And we were yeah. making like huge, huge. Uh... Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, we okay. were like buying a lot of stuff from US. So that was the point where I bought my, my Serato box. Uh, I ordered oh, okay. it from, I, I don't I, I can recall what shop it was, but I ordered my, my Serato box, the SL1 box from, uh, from United States. So I was, I was waiting for it for like three months or something like that. Uh, wow. and so I bought my Serato in, I've, no, that was like 2009, I think. Okay. Uh, so I, I had, I had only my laptop and my Serato box so I could go to clubs and play gigs with my friends on the turntables that were in clubs. Yeah. And then uh, one of my friends just borrowed me uh, one, one turntable so I can learn, uh, how to scratch better, uh, at home. And, yeah. and then I like, I, I was, I was, I was playing some gigs. I was doing some side jobs, uh, to, 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 to make my own money. And then I bought my first set of turntables in 2010. So I didn't own my own turntables up until 2010. That's so, incredible. And I, and I, when I had the, I was using it with Serato. And when I, when I was using Serato in clubs, I was using also a lot of stuff on the laptop's keyboard, like loops and, and, uh, and right. using a laptop's keyboard for cue points and stuff like that. Because uh, 
back then you didn't have any like many many midi controllers that you could like right. you, you had like plug and play like uh like the dj ddj sp1 Uh, right. I think it's the, the most popular for Serato. Yeah, or the Dicers. You didn't have it back then. Uh, right. So I was using my laptop, uh, and I had I had a couple of DJ friends that were older and, and more experienced than me, and they were basically like teaching me how to play in clubs. Yeah, you know, the music selection, reacting to the crowd and stuff like that. They were teaching me that, and I right. was basically teach, teaching them how to use something more than just playing stop buttons on the turntables because i was i was doing some yeah. i was already doing some wordplay transitions like I, i i didn't even take it from any battles like i was like i was i, I was just uh, i was just thinking about it on my own like i was like this phrase over here and this phrase and the same frames in the other track like why why don't i loop that on the on the one track and then use the cue point on another track to like you know to mix that that phrase to make a wordplay And and those older friends of mine were like, hey, hey, how how did you do that? What what did you do? How did you do that? And I was like, just make the loop right here, and then use the cue point right here. And what's the cue point? What's the hot cue? And like, right. So so I was kind of like all that things you had within the software, like nobody was using it because because you didn't have the, the technology to use it, right? You didn't have the yeah. MIDI controllers and stuff like that. So when I bought my first set of turntables. I was really, really tired of using the keyboard on laptop for for all the yeah, functions and stuff like that. Of course. So I started. So I started looking for some MIDI controllers that could do it. So I found uh, the that horizontal Denon MIDI controller for Serato. Okay. I I, I really don't remember how was it called, but it was yeah, really popular. Either. It was it was really small. But it has like all the functions you need. It has loops, loop rolls, like five cue points for each side, the library browsing. So I bought that along with Akai LPD8 with right. eight pads and eight uh, no twisting knobs. Yeah. Uh, so I could use like all the functions within Serato, like, you know, cue points, loops, uh, samples and, and stuff like that and effects without, you know, using the, the mouse and the keyboard. So that was like, I don't know, like 2010, 2011, 2012. Right. Uh, so I was That's... always like, I always wanted to, to utilize all the software functions as much as possible. So I needed gear for that. So that's, that's yeah. you know, how the... the to to answer your technology questions i was always looking for stuff that would that would help me utilize all that stuff that the software yeah. uh, gives you right right and, and what is the technology that you're into now i see you're using a bunch of things i see you're using that i think it's a pioneer pad that has what 16 yeah, XP2. pads on the xp2 the xp2 yeah, yeah, xp2 and so what's up with that thing <laughs> how do you um, are so, you using that with serato or using it with tractor what are you well, doing? with record box with record box with record box uh, oh, yeah, yeah i was i was using serato for like three years and then i wanted a better sound quality and i wanted to buy the sl3 box but uh -huh. it was super expensive by that time And like tractor uh, tractors uh, audio 10 box was like half of the price of Serato SL3, right? And I have a and I had a bunch of friends like playing using tractor and they were mm -hmm. really happy with it. So I was like, okay, if it's if it's cheaper, and I like to try new things, so I yeah. I just went with tractor. So uh, just purely because of money. So <laughs> and then I started discovering all the mapping cap capabilities of tractor. 
right. that weren't that weren't uh, possible in Serato. So I started to like you know remap the Denon MIDI controller, the Akai controller. I started all the new, I, I made all the new mappings in Tractor, and uh, that makes that made me use a, a lot of cool things. So the next step was uh, was coming up with with whole Qpoint Peach Play thing. Uh, so that was when I started to get interest in uh, three style, right? And it was like 2014. Um, we we had three style in Poland in 2012, but it was invitational only, so I okay. couldn't submit or anything. It was just uh, invitational. Oh. Uh, so we 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 were not like super interested in three style back then. But then I remember that uh, Shintaro set for, sets from Japan, uh, from from Japan finals in 2013, and then Shintaro went on into finals in Toronto and won the whole world title. Uh, those sets were very very popular, so right. we started to 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 get interest in three style more. So of course we then we discovered four color Zach, like going into history to to previous yeah. sets. Uh, right. We discovered four color Zach and all the all, all the magic of the tone place. Uh, <laughs> so when when three style came back to Poland in 2015, we were all about the tone place. Like everyone were like, we have to do tone place, we have to do tone place, and we were like sitting on a sitting on the uh, on the dinner before the three style yeah. elimination night in Poland. Right, and we were like, we, we and we were like talking like, how much stone plates do you have, and how much do you have, <laughs> and and my friends were like, oh, I have two, oh, I have three, I have just one, and I was just sitting like saying nothing, and I was like, I was just counting like, I, I have like, <laughs> like I have my whole set, I have like seven, <laughs> <laughs> like my whole set, my whole set was just like tone play after tone play because I uh, because I came up with the with the whole cue point pitch play thing, so I I didn't have to use the sounds from uh, that were only available uh, available in tracks. I could transpose any cue point I wanted into into an, in, any right, melody. Right, because so. a lot of times people were doing pitch play by taking one sound and and yeah. by taking all the sounds in the song. So if the song went like yeah. uh, 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 but instead you're able you sort of figured out how to make the one yeah, so, and then pitch shift that one you know the different yeah and i needed i needed a separate controller for that so right i had uh, on on my like top uh when i was like on my top top nerd nerd geek personality back then <laughs> i had four i had four midi controllers i had oh my god i had like i had the denon one the lpd i had the uh, tractor F1 for tractor and yeah. the Akai and the piano for for transposing <laughs> the cue points, and you couldn't use as so many so many devices on three styles. So I had to like right. I had to cut I had to cut down the number of controllers. So I oh switched from from all the four controllers to just DDJ SP1 from Pioneer and the Q-Nexus from Keith Macmillan Instruments for playing melodies. So that was my first three-style setup. And it was a huge failure because I never used the, uh, the, the MIDI piano in club setting. And it oh. started to get really, really weird in the club for, because all the vibrations and stuff. Yeah. Because on that Keith Macmillan keyboard, you had the velocity. And you could oh, you, wow. you, you could you could switch the you could switch the the sensitivity of each pad, right? 
And I never, I never uh, customized that. So, and I never tried it in clubs. So I didn't know that the keyboard will will react to the vibrations in clubs. Right. Oh, uh, so when I when I started playing, when I when I was like in a half of my my set, it started to like bring me back, bring me into some random places, because the cue point on the keyboard was activating from the vibrations. So, it it messed up my whole set. Um, but yeah, that that was a good lesson. That was a good lesson to like always uh, try the routines uh, that you have to uh, yeah. that you want to use in battles. You have to you always try them in clubs. Like you can you can get all the trouble from the gear. You will you will check all the trouble from the gear. You will check the uh, the reactions from the crowd and stuff like that. Uh, so that's 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 one of my my top advice I would give to people that want to battle. Like always. Always try your routines in the club setting in front of the crowd, so we can see, so you can see the re- the reaction. Um, so yeah, that was that was another step for me to um, to 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 switch the technology and switch the gear. Yeah. And then I and then I got discovered by uh, I, I made a tutorial video about the cue point pitch play thing, and it yeah. got super it got super popular because at the same time, uh, DJ Rafik from Germany. Mm-hmm. And now the DM the DMC champ Rafik yeah. shout out Lucas um, yeah he's great uh, <clears throat> he made he made uh, the same thing uh, basically the same time uh, on three style in Germany and he made okay. the uh, he made the tutorial video about his own gear uh, at the same time so both of those videos got super popular and then I uh, got discovered uh, by Pioneer. Uh, and they invited me to work on the XP1 controller, so that was another switch. And here I I never I never shouted uh, SK83 uh, in this story, and I'm super sorry for that. Uh, shout out SK83 because he was the one who recommended me uh, to the pioneer from London because they were looking for people. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, because they, they were looking for people like from for nerds and geeks uh, that were good at finger and at, at finger drumming because uh, right. they wanted to they wanted to consult uh, the construction of the XP1 controller. Yeah. Uh, so SK, SK recommended me. Uh, so yeah, huge shout out to SK uh, for doing it, and that's that's, oh, yeah. uh, that's also that's also another another thing, another magic of of, of battling. Uh, like you you get to meet all these people, uh, you you show yourself to the world. Like if it wasn't for for me battling in three style, I would never meet SK, right? And right. SK would never rec- recommend me to to pioneer guys. So. And that's, that's another huge thing about battling. Like you get to, yeah. And just putting yourself out there people. Right. Even if, even if things don't go according to plan, like you said, even if you quote unquote failed at certain things or something didn't go right, you still have an opportunity to come back and make it better the next time. And you never know who you're going to meet and who's going to see you and be inspired by the parts that do work. And then that could lead to something else. So it's not always about being the top winner Every time, I think you can still take things out of it. Um, that yeah. that's a pretty good lesson. Lesson yeah, from so that. That's, yeah, yeah. So that 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 what brings us to my current setup, uh, which is right. which is uh, full pioneer like turntables with the S11 and the XP2, uh, because I got invited to work on the XP1. Okay. Uh, when 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 they invited me to London, it was already uh, already. Uh, uh, finished device basically mm-hmm. 
yeah. w- so they 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 hid it under like a towel and they and started filming my reaction to it because I kind I kind of felt that it's gonna be something uh, something some upgrade from the SP1. Yeah. Uh, I thought they're gonna like show me the the something like like the SP SP1, but you know the MK2 or some you know, some SP2 yeah. or something like that. Right. But I went like full on upgrade with all the additional pads and stuff like that, and I was like, whoa, okay, now I now I get it, now I get why you invited me to do that. So yeah, super, I'm super grateful. Like huge shout out to to whole Pioneer crew from London. And that was an amazing experience. So we were working on the XP1. So naturally, I had to switch over to Recordbox because XP1 were for uh, Recordbox only. Right. Uh, so naturally, I switched over to from Tractor to Recordbox uh, then. Mm-hmm. And I also got myself the S9. So uh, yeah. At first, I I didn't like the the S9 because I knew that you can switch the pad modes on each side, and I was like, and and you could do that on the SP1. So I was like, like S9 felt a no no to me. Right. And I also knew that it 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 were it were colliding with the SP1. Like when you switch the the pad modes on the SP1, it were also switching on the S9. Uh, and vice versa so uh it was it, it was like I, I i didn't see myself making the transition but when they showed me the xp1 that you can switch all the pad modes like you can have one pad mode on the s9 the second pad mode on one side of the xp1 and the third pad mode on the second side of the X, xp1 i was like okay i was like okay that's my thing that's, that's my crazy. thing right there Right. Uh, so and and the and the XP1 had all the things uh, that I needed by default. Like it was plug and play, so I didn't have to map to to MIDI map anything to do any crazy like hacking or MIDI mapping stuff. So uh, naturally, I made the the switch to record box because it it had everything. It had everything yeah. I needed, and it had also the the pitch play mode uh, that was uh, inspired by my my tutorial on the on the pitch play. So they. They watched my tutorials uh, and they made it a, a keyboard mode uh, for the pads on the XP1 uh, from from that tutorial. So that's yeah. so cool, man. I mean, think about you know just hearing your story is so incredible to hear about where you're from, where you're born, what you knew about, what you didn't know about, all the way to the point where the biggest DJ company in the world is consulting with you and flying you out to test their products and hear what you can do with it. I think that really says a lot about how much passion and work you have put into this, you know, and um, and what anybody could do. But I mean, that's a huge testament to the amount of work that you have put in in what is relatively short time in DJ years. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's good job. And that's <laughs> and that would the time, the time, time. Time is the the third answer to your question about my yeah. my uh, use of technology because when it comes to battling, I'm all about being original. Like not only I try myself to be original, but I'm, when I'm judging, I also try to uh give more more points to people that that do something new something something that is that is different right so right right for me when i started battling i was like okay i i started battling in 2015 for my first uh, red bull 3 style mm-hmm. so i i can't really compete with all the the people that that are battling for i don't know like 20 years or 25 years or more i can't compete with them 
with beat juggling or scratching. Like it's impossible, right? When I when you start yeah. battling in 2015, you you literally you you have no time to compete with beat juggling with people that are doing it for 20 years. It's right. like for me So I had to find a way to like to compete on some other on some other uh, dimension, right? So I right, right. I put like hardcore scratching and hardcore beat juggling to the side and 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 try to go my own way uh, into you know all that on that pad pad use all that tone play stuff and and and, and things like that. So uh, I had to utilize all all that technology to to make myself stand out. Uh, during battles from from everyone that you know do do scratching and juggling in in a, in a crazy on a crazy level but I, i i i cannot catch up i would i wouldn't ever catch up to people but that I are but i think you right but you set yourself apart and and that's the cool thing and that's the difference that you bring to the table and i even saw some people like in the comments like Oh, that was great. He didn't touch the crossfader that much. And it's like, okay, <laughs> like what are you saying? Because I think that they don't un they want everyone to be doing the same exact thing. They don't understand that you're doing so many different things. It doesn't matter if you touch the crossfader yeah, or have a headphone on your ear or like what it funny. is. Like it's it's funny that you mentioned the the crossfader thing because Yeah, it's like that's funny that it's, that's what they mentioned after that whole set. I was, I was, like, I, was really? I was, I was, I was thinking about it lately because I saw, I saw some of the comments during the live stream, and uh, right now when Atrax started to put the videos on his channel on YouTube, like people are, uh, some of the people, not all of them, of course, uh, because fortunately we, we have more positive people in this world than, yes. than haters. Right, the um, internet so, and especially YouTube, you're gonna get but endless some of the hater people, comments. But some of the people, of course, they they will comment that I didn't even touch the crossfader for right. the whole final for two whole, for final sets, and I do think it was kind of a mistake what I did in the finals, um, but uh, only about that that not touching the crossfader. It's funny because. It was like I don't know when it was. I think it was at the beginning of pandemic when some Instagram challenges started to be popular because people like they couldn't meet anywhere, so they started to do all the crazy challenges yeah. on the yeah. on the on the Instagram and stuff like that. And yeah, one true. of these challenges, one of these challenges was the uh, no fader about one? no yeah no crossfader yeah, challenge. So you, you wouldn't have to you couldn't touch the crossfader make a routine with it. And everyone were and everyone were crazy about it. Like you can do so much without touching the crossfader, but I you never tried it. Yeah, I never tried that. So I can do so much. I didn't even know that I can do this. I can do that. Right, I don't need a crossfader. Right. And everyone everyone was super excited about it, you know, but yeah. Only only if they made it a challenge. Like everyone was excited about not touching the crossfader <laughs> only when that was a challenge but then but if you I, do it they're like why are you not then, doing that <laughs> yeah but then if, if I, i i'm not even speaking about myself because that 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 no 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 touching the crossfader it comes up really uh, really often in right. many different djs many different routines like oh he's not touching the crossfader that much he's not scratching that much like yeah but he's doing different stuff right When right. you're not when you're not touching the crossfader, you're doing some different stuff, and that was awesome about the challenge, like the no crossfader challenge. So why is why that's not good when you do it on some other occasion? Like, right? I can I can't I can't. It's just people I on the internet. Yeah, I I I cannot I kind of can understand when where they coming from, but 
why 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 don't you see the other stuff like i right. I, I tried to do some crazy patterns without the, using the, the crossfader but only thing that yeah. people can see is that i didn't touch the crossfader it's so well funny. it's only one person but i just mean it it's funny how that yeah that's what they notice is that one thing you didn't do not all the things you did do and how much you're changing you know pushing the game forward and, and doing stuff like that yeah, but when uh, I just I, I I just remember that I didn't really answer your question about how ma how much time it, it took me to make the Goldie Awards routines. Oh yeah, uh, so, I mean how long? Yeah, but did it, it kind of connects. But it kind of connects to the topic we're saying we're, we're talking right now. So I spent my whole time uh, since I got invited. It was like six weeks. I spent all that time come uh, trying to make that tenet routine. Uh, and then we had like, we had live stream, we had semi-final live stream on Saturday and another yeah. deadline on Wednesday for the final two videos. So we had right. three days to make, uh, to make, uh, the videos and th that's where I failed because that's where I failed because I have terrible time management. <laughs> uh, and I and also the the live stream the live stream for Goldies were like in the middle of the night, uh, right here. So I didn't sleep oh. I didn't sleep the whole night from Saturday from Sunday to Monday. Then I have to sleep during Monday, and I was working on my routines on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and I barely had any sleep. Like I don't know, I maybe I maybe got like four hours of sleep during oh, like man. three days. But I, I don't want to make I I don't want to make it uh, sound like I'm trying to make any excuses, but. I had to, uh, I was, uh, I forgot the word. <laughs> I knew, okay. I knew that, I knew that it's a risk to spend so much time on that, on that tenant routine, uh, yeah. but I wanted to do something new. So I put all my time and all my effort into trying to work out how to, how to make it work. Uh, and then I, I knew I, I will have only three days to make those final videos. So I had some ideas. Uh, yeah. I had some ideas uh, how to do it, but I didn't manage to do that, uh, to, to realize those ideas. So I had to kind of like save myself from being disqualified from not making the deadline. So um, <laughs> like one of the ideas was, of course, making the, the routine with eyes closed. I love um, that. It was cool. And then you had the little uh, windows of showing your eyes you. and showing your fingers. Yeah. So that was that was the first routine that I wanted to do uh, as as. Um, utilizing that online format because uh it wouldn't really be possible to make in in a live setting because mm -hmm. i know people i know djs were doing the uh, and atrax said that on, on the stream as well like djs were mostly doing the the blindfolded routines uh mostly they were doing just the chase juggles yeah but to be honest it it, it doesn't really need looking at the gear anyway so right uh so no disrespect to anyone who did that because i know how hard it is anyway uh, because th only the, the simple fact that you don't see anything makes right. makes the world a whole lot you of different to, yeah you have to know where everything is anyway uh, and be able so, to have so the it's, skills it's hard it's it's hard anyway it's hard anyway but i wanted to add all the uh, hitting the right pads in the right order and stuff like that without looking that was like completely different and i i don't think like it would be possible in in a live setting because all the yeah. stress like all the emotions and stuff like that it, like one mistake and you're gone right i know so but when you do it online you can take like infinite times you can try that infinite times until you get it right right uh 
Actually, it didn't take me so much as I thought it would, but it still took uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, tries. I'm so, sure. So that was so that was another another thing uh, of how I wanted to utilize that that online format. So, uh, so that was uh, trying to record that was, and I obviously I obviously had to add some uh, some dissing parts. Yeah. To to to, to answer. To answer, uh, to answer, uh, to to is dissing me in the semifinals. I uh, so I, I couldn't I couldn't record that blindfolded routine before the the semifinals. So after the semifinals, it took me like two days to record that that blindfold that no looking routine, and then I had to come up with another video, uh, and I had <laughs> and I all and I also had like an uh, I had another idea to make um, to to utilize that online format, but there's, there was no time to to realize that. So I had to kind of save save myself from doing another thing. Uh, so I, I was I was thinking like how can I still uh, like do something different? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I did like that that drum and bass uh, routine when I you know I I switched yeah, I completely cool. switched I, I switched the tempo I switched the genres. Uh, I used all the the work on the pitch sliders. Right, to change the bass uh, and then, frequency. Yeah, and the stuff. fader pitch on the mixer. And I was kind of thinking that that's going to make me uh, different, but it didn't make me different from the previous set because it was still a lot of pad work uh, and not much scratching or juggling. So that's that's that that's where my mistake was because i was i was i was so sure i'm so, i'm doing something different yeah but to the judges i i did the same but only i i, I only changed the genres i only changed the music but i still was doing all the the pad pad right. turntables pad turntables so i was just like i was so tired and so so close to the deadline like i i, I just had to save myself somehow uh but yeah it's it's it, it might only sound like i'm making excuses but yeah i'm i'm fully I'm no fully i think aware you're good that, <laughs> yeah I, I think you're good at, at analyzing what happened and going back and learning from it it's yeah that's, it seems that's like. another that's another thing about me i i, I was uh, overthinking stuff as usual because yes. i do that all the time i'm, I'm me too a lot of a lot I of was, us do yeah yeah, I was so sure I'm doing something different that it came out doing the same, but only different music. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's yeah. good you can realize it and then bring it to the next, the next battle or the next thing you're gonna do with it. Uh, it was still yeah. really dope too. I mean, I I saw the difference between it. It was really cool. I. I I really thank enjoyed you. it. I love drum and bass, so it was really cool. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, I think I heard that in one of the podcasts that we were saying about playing drum and bass and stuff. Yeah, I love it. I, I mean, I, I started, you know, that was one of the first kind of music I was playing when I first started DJing. So I love seeing it come back around now and seeing battle DJs incorporate it and be able to flip tracks into drum and bass remixes. It's cool. Um, and yeah. the finger thought, drumming. Like, oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I saw like of of bunch of of videos and streams lately. Like people are doing the that transition from 130 BPM by yeah. doing the the echo, the not the echo, but the uh, transformer effect by using the transformer effect. Uh, oh, actually, four. I don't know. I didn't and see. It, oh, you know, you don't know that. Like when you no. when you loop the when you make a really close loop, uh, yeah. which makes a basically a constant sound. 
and you right. turn off when you turn on the transformer effect like one by two it, it will give you like you know uh semi right like, like almost like you're cutting it in and out like uh, uh, yeah uh, 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 like cutting like with that, the fader that, that, and that, then when you yeah. switch it from from one two or from one one when you switch it to three by four it gives you 175 bpm uh, so like I, I saw people really? doing that transition, yeah. And you, I saw a bunch of pe- of different people doing that transition to do, using it to transition from house That's music crazy. to drum and bass. But so you need to do the um. So like let's say you have an S11, you have to make sure you have the transform effect assigned to one of the things because it's not already yeah. assigned. And so yeah, you put on yeah. the transform effect, you flip up the thing, yeah, you have you it have on it half, on every, and then you go you to have three, you have the you have that effect on every like every uh, like nine hundred eight hundred mixers right like every, but not on every the S eleven S nine you have to make sure you. Uh, I think the S nine I think the S nine doesn't have the three by four transformer, but S eleven has it by default, so you can just uh, yeah. I'm gonna try that after. That's a cool. Yeah. That's you that's make crazy. A, you just make a really tight loop. Right. And then you use the transformer effect to three by four, and and when you turn it on, it cuts the sound uh, into into like one hundred seventy five. That's crazy! BPM. Wow, that's like some weird math trick. I need to yeah. try that out for sure. Any? Do you yeah. have any other weird tricks like that you could tell us about? Yeah, yeah, I I did that. I did the same, but I, but using the beat juggling uh, in the first phase DJ games this year, when okay. A Track had uh, the flip the house uh, challenge. Mm-hmm. So I basically I, I flipped it li- literally with beat juggling into into a drum and bass tempo because I started beat juggling on the normal tempo and then yeah. I did like uh, triplets and when you do like two three triplets you can go back to the to the tempo you were before but you can stay on the triplets and and if you stay uh, just doing the triplets okay. uh, from the house music tempo by beat juggling you you just go straight to the to the drum and bass tempo so i just played the drum and bass from the from the sampler doing still doing the triplets with the beat juggling and then i flipped it uh, into some drum and bass tracks so yeah you can watch that on the instagram on my face dj games wow that's that's super dope i need to watch that after hearing you explain it i need to go watch it back to try to understand and connect it all (laughs) that's so cool uh, that's amazing. And I mean, I saw you do videos for melodics. Um, is that how you got into the finger drumming thing? Um, that's that's pretty old stuff, but yeah. Okay. That's, um, but, but that was how you got to, into it and started to get so good at it. Yeah, yeah. Because when I, when I first encountered melodics, it, I think it was some news on DJ CD or something. Um. I I just had to try it and I when I when I first tried it I was like okay that's my thing another like like just <laughs> from my thing. beginnings of DJing another thing like the cause the, the the universe told me to 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 get into yes, that so yes I was when I when I when I first tried melodics I was using it for like a month or two I was doing only melodics like I put all the turntables scratching all the is it all listening to new music? All I I put all the stuff to the side. I was just just doing melodics for like a month or two. Right. I had to make every single lesson that I tried. I had to do like they they gave you points, right? You you had you had pointed out how how many notes you got right. So I had to. I was so I was so into it that I had to do every single lesson like hundred by hundred, like every single note on point and stuff like that. 
and and the like the highest level back then because right now they have like a crazy amount of lessons and i don't even know what's the highest level right now but yeah back either. then the, the the highest level was uh, lessons by spin scott okay uh, oh, who does uh, Drum and bass. yeah yes i watch yes. him on and twitch he, he does a twitch show that's really dope. yeah shout out shout out spin scott because this is how i got into finger drumming drum and bass uh, and i was amazing. i fell so much in love uh from his lessons i got so much in love with 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 finger drumming drum and bass style so uh that was the highest level back then in melodics and i and i i was super crazy about it and so i i learned all the finger drumming uh and drum and bass style from from spin scotting it's amazing that's so cool um, and then I made then I made a bunch of lessons for melodics, but because I was I was I was sharing a lot of my, myself right. uh, doing doing the lessons and um, and hyping them up. So they finally ultimately they invited me to make my own lessons. Uh, so it I, but I did some like pretty basic stuff for DJs to use in clubs. Uh, and yeah, they 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 were for in, in I don't think the the lessons are still available. Uh, because when I when I last talked with them, they kind of switched like the model of how the melodics were working, uh, and they they removed my lessons. So oh okay, yeah, uh, I haven't been on the site in a while. Um, I, I yeah, me too. Seen but, how they changed it? Yeah, but they are, I, I I still read the emails that they sent out, and they are still like uh, I, I I from time to time I I plug melodics for my kids to play with pads uh, at home. So yeah, the the amount of lessons they have for finger drumming is is just mind blowing. Really, uh, and I need to check my, it out. Yeah, so That's cool. yeah, so when people when people ask me about learning finger drumming, the answer is always the same: like download melodics and and go with it. How uh, how many kids do you have? Two. Two oh sons. really? Two sons. Yeah. How one old is, are they? One is one is uh, three and a half, and the second one is. Uh, one and a half. Oh yeah. wow! Two, oh two my god! Difference. So how do you have time to stay up and do the battles for four days I, straight? And I, I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> That's a lot. Oh time. my god! Now, like now I, I know you really don't sleep at all. Uh, yeah. Like w- one other thing was when we had to when we had to record the final Goldie Awards videos. Like one of my kids yeah. got sick, oh, no. <laughs> so I had to I had to bring my my mom from from my hometown uh which is like like i said another city i had to bring my mom to help us with the kids so yeah so to answer your question i don't have time to take care so <laughs> i i just i just have to thank my wife my lovely wife uh to take care of them uh, I, and that's take to care of them mostly and and my mom for helping out uh right wow and yeah that's amazing so they they would they were taking taking care of the kids so i could go to the studio and, and work on battles that's cool. But that's cool. Your kids like to already do the finger drumming. Do they mess with your DJ equipment too? No, they 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 still uh, do it as kids do with every right. toy. Like they got okay, interesting yes. for five five minutes and then go on to, to play with another <laughs> toys. <laughs> I know. Yeah, my son is nine. I try to get him into it, but he doesn't want to do it right now. So I'll let him let him do his own thing. Um and and you mentioned something before. Um, I wasn't sure if you were kidding or not, but when we talked before about like artificial intelligence and stuff like that, 
Do you see, <laughs> do, do you actually like have any experience with using that in DJing or production or see it as something that will be used or what's your thoughts on that? Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was supposed to be a joke, but I'm really, okay. Like, that's fine. Really, that's what I figured. It was a joke, but I didn't know if maybe there was some thoughts on really, it. In I, I really like all the discussions about, uh, about the, uh, AI being used in, uh, in clubbing and in music. Right. I really like to listen DJs discuss about it because there, 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 there are so many different opinions. Uh, there are so well, many different opinions about about whether or not we the DJs will be replaced by by some right. robots or some artificial intelligence because yeah you know, that's we have, true we already have we already have like Spotify and YouTube algorithms that that suggest uh, music that people and might very like good. or people just like and and they're very good right so why not use that in clubs and I have my own opinions about it uh, and I, I I even thought about doing a vlog on it but yeah. I'm really bad at time management, so <laughs> right, I really, I really it. want to, I really want to expand my my YouTube stuff. Uh, well, there's all kinds of stuff. Year, I so. mean, I was, I was at CES, uh, the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas two years ago, right before the pandemic started, like in 2020 January, and Qbert was there. I ended up going to a dinner with like every DJ. It was like Qbert and Scratch Bastard, and everybody was there. But Qbert was there, I think, with Intel, and they had this crazy artificial intelligence that could listen to him, and then it could recreate his scratches, but it would know what was happening with the fader and the pitch and everything, and it was it was doing it with guitar players already, so the artificial intelligence could listen to the guitar player, then it could play back, but it could show that it was playing it perfectly on the guitar, and then they were doing it with the scratching with Qbert, of all people, and so I was like, oh my god, and this was two years ago, so I wonder if all that will come into play, or you will almost have like virtual artificial intelligence artificial intelligence assistance that you can throw onto like an Ableton track, like, Hey, play a baseline for me or play drums or scratch for me. Yeah, and then I'll was, take the part yeah. I like, you know, or something. Yeah. That was like, like, I think the, the ultimate solution for us DJs is just mixing songs and doing stuff by nothing but our brains. <laughs> right. Uh, it's like, you know, because you have so many, you get so many ideas uh, that you can't do because like, I don't know, the limitations of your skills or limitations yeah. of the gear that you use. Right. But if you, if you were just able to like control music by with, 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 with nothing but our mind, that would, that would be amazing. And I think that that will eventually, I don't know when, but I think that's the ultimate solution that one day, I don't know, like hundred years from now or 200 years from now, DJs will be just, you know, just be dancing with everyone else and just steering the music, just controlling the music with, with, with our minds. That, that right. would be amazing. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be amazing. Um, and and something, um, something else really cool and futuristic is BeatSource. <laughs> uh, I see yes, your sir. hat. <laughs> uh, I, you know, you've, you've always been a big supporter of BeatSource. I always see you wearing the gear. Um, what do you, what's your take on BeatSource? Do you use it actively? Um, is there things that you like about it or that you think could be used or will improve over time? Or what are your thoughts on it? 
Um, I really, I really hope that the search engine will improve over time. If you ask me, yes, yes, <laughs> it, it will. Only, I know that that's but, something they're working on, and that's something we actively talk that's about. Basically, yeah. that's basically the only thing, the only thing I would be critical about. But the rest of right. BitSource, I love every single thing. Like it. I, I don't use it as much during gigs because, right. you know, I have my own music library, but BitSource already saved me uh, a lot of times uh, yeah. uh, or helped me, like, make my sets, my club sets uh, more interesting because I, I had a couple of situations where I came up with some transition on the fly. Like I was playing some track and I was like, oh shit, that would, that would get, uh, that would go along great with some other track. But then I started to search for that other track and I don't have it. <laughs> right. So I connect, so I connect my phone uh, to the computer and that's, that's a good tip for everybody. <laughs> If you want to use any streaming service, just plug your, your phone with the USB cable and, and make yourself yeah. an internet by the USB cable because people often, uh, People often uh, have problems with Wi-Fi where yeah. when they turn on Wi-Fi, they have like dropout issues and stuff like that. Those issues are not existing uh, when you plug your phone with the USB cable and you make True. the internet connection from, because all the Wi-Fi goes to the phone and not your computer and the internet goes to your computer via USB cable. So you don't get right. any dropouts and stuff like that. So... That's the tip yeah. from me. Uh, but Good yeah, one. so anyway, so I had a couple of, uh, of situations where I, where I came up with some transition on the fly and I didn't have the other track I wanted to use. Yeah. But I found it on BeatSource and I could make that right, nice. right here, right there. So, Amazing. Uh, so that's one great thing. And the other thing uh, is, of course, the, some of the requests that I would like to play, to, like people come to me and they ask uh about some songs that i don't have it's a it's a great like just to connect search them and, and play it for them uh like i had i had a situation in in club where i've played for the first time it was in the middle of the summer and it was like the hottest weekend of all the summer in poland right here and we had no covid restrictions so like everything was opened during summer so All the people went to the to the beaches, to the rivers, like to the lakes and stuff like that, and nobody came to any club. Like all the clubs were empty. Oh my god! And I was and I was playing in one of the uh, one of the clubs for the first time, and it was like a month or two weeks after this club opened, so barely anyone even knew about it. So there were like two two uh, two VIPs rented by some people that just knew the owners. And they came to those, to, to, they came to the party. So what can I do? Like, I don't know them. They don't know, they don't know, <laughs> they don't know me. So what can I right. do? I will play, I will play every single song that they will ask for. Right. So they were yeah. just coming up to me, play this, play that, play this. And I didn't have like half of the songs they were asking. So I just connected to BeatSource and, and BeatSource just saved me back then. And I just got, and I got great opinion. They were, because they, they were knowing, they knew the owners And they were like, "Oh my God, you're such a great DJ! You have all the songs, and you and you and you and you and you are not refusing to play them. Like we will tell the owner that you're a great DJ. Like that was <laughs> that, that that was super cool. So that that was all thanks to BeatSource. Nice. Uh, but then the other story from the other story from that club is that I I came back, and the and the owner was 
on that second night and he didn't like my DJing. So <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's called the life so, of a DJ. No, you can't yeah, please so, everyone. Yeah, yeah, so the uh, the friends of the owners like my DJing, but the owners didn't like my DJing. So that, that was only two parties I played there. So you can't you can't please funny. everyone. But, what can you do? But, but it's cool. Yeah, thing. yeah. There's there's one more thing. Uh, I I didn't even hear people speaking about it that much uh, regarding right. beat source. Is that you can really impress people uh, that request songs that are really not known yeah but they're from their countries if you have yes. like a really mixed uh, cultural mixed people in a club and uh, i'll tell you from my own example we have a lot of students uh, that study medicine uh, in mm -hmm. our city right and uh, they come from mostly from sweden and from norway mm -hmm. and uh, also from uh, from the netherlands And uh, I, I they they come to my club where I where I, where I held uh, residency where I, where I have a residency they they come there pretty often but what they did they rented the club to make the uh, like the integration party for the beginning of the of the university of the of the study on the university so they were only there only them in the club like only people from Sweden, from Norway, and like the Polish people were like the minority there. So, right. and they, and, and those people just were asking from really like, really specific like songs from Sweden, songs from Norway or from Netherlands. And I, I wouldn't ever have those, those, that music in my, in my library. Like never, right. because I, I don't even, I don't know the languages. I don't know the, <laughs> the artists, you know. Yeah. Yeah, of course. But I, I could, f I could find those songs on BeatSource. So, uh, so the, and and they were really impressed. Like you know, them. Uh, I, I, I was like, I don't, I don't know the songs. I don't have them, but I will search for them if I can find them. Uh, right. And I can play. Or them. yeah, and if I you need I, to do like an Afrobeat set or a Colombian music, or you know, they yeah, have everything. Dembo, yeah, like yeah. specific. I had. Genres I had like too. I had a bunch of of people from the Netherlands uh, on one of my parties, and I, I I have some songs in my own library from Netherlands, um, and then uh, and I pl uh, and I played it, and I and I saw that a bunch of people is going like crazy, like hands in the air, singing that, and I was like, okay. They must be from the Netherlands. So I played another song I have from the Netherlands and they went even more crazy. And then after the third song I played from the Netherlands, they started coming up to the DJ booth and they were like, are you from the Netherlands? I was like, no, I'm, I'm here. I'm from here. I'm from Poland. Oh, you know, all these Netherlands, all the songs from Netherlands. Like, so that, that can be, that can be really impressive to people. Like you can yeah. find some really specific songs from their countries on BeatSource. Right. Uh, you can even find Polish songs on BeatSource. So if you ever have like some Polish people coming up to your parties asking for really weird things, just ask them to to write down the titles because there's and no way you you can understand the the artist names or or the titles of right. the song. Just ask them to write that down, and there's really really good possibility that you will find it on BeatSource. That's cool. That is well, a good so. point. Yeah, that a lot of people yeah. don't talk about. That's so interesting. It's it's cool to hear how different people use it in different parts of the world too, and and yeah. what helps them and not. So that that's incredible. 
Um, I actually, I asked the internet uh, if anybody had any questions for you and um, got a few oh, things sure. uh, if you want to answer it. Um, sure. I got, let's see, DJ Caitlin. Uh, thank you for writing in. She oh, said, shout out Caitlin. Shout out Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin says she's so happy that you are on as a guest. You are one of her biggest influences. So that's cool to hear. And she wanted to know if you like online or in-person battles better. Um, right now after the goldies, I'm not sure. Because <laughs> I, I really, I really loved the the, uh, I really loved freestyle because you know you you get you you battle in front of the public and you you have to do routines that that public understands. Like people have fun and dance too, right? Yeah. And all the networking, meeting people during battles, all that stuff is great about battles uh, life. Yeah. But on the other hand, like doing all that stuff that is possible in uh, when you have like infinite takes on your routine and you can record it like uh, so many times until you get it right. That's what's great about the online battling, like for for the face DJ games and for the goldies right now. That was great for the online. So you can you can discover new dimensions, new levels for the online if if you if they allow you to uh, to do everything like on the goldies. That's amazing. So and and that's that's where you can do the stuff that's never been done. So I'm all about doing stuff that's never been done. So yeah, if it's uh, if it has to be done online and it has to be done with video editing or or editing the music and stuff like that, like. I don't I, I don't mind just just do something that I never seen before and so that's that's right. what's great about the online battles so both are great right. both are great right there's pros and cons to both and I think you're yeah. very strong in both both of them so um, that's so interesting um, all right let's see what else um, Ziglar X wrote oh what is your DJ software preference and why we we basically already talked about that right record box you kind of explained the whole evolution of it um, yeah. I started uh, with Serato, then moved on to Tractor and loved right. the, all the MIDI mapping capabilities. And then I moved to Rekordbox and I stayed with Rekordbox because I have everything uh, I need, basically like plug and play. And right. uh, and I don't have to do any, any crazy MIDI mappings. Uh, and I love the library, how the library works in Rekordbox with all the tag, uh, all the tag capabilities and uh, an intelligent playlist. So uh for now right. I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, yeah. I, I did You're... use serato for some of the battles uh like oh, the okay. beat source all-stars battle i used serato uh, because that was the requirement but i also used right. serato for some of the routines with ds11 because serato serato has some exclusive features for ds11 um yeah. so yeah i but mostly i use record box and sometimes i use serato to use the the exclusive features for ds11 Okay, That's you're it. like the ultimate teacher because you know you've experienced every single um, software and thing to thing yeah, to kind use. Of, kind of, yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see what else. Uh, well, someone else asked. Um, uh, sorry, my font is so small I can't read your name. I think it says Otter Method, but they said uh, more about his tenant routine, please. Which I think we got really into it. So hopefully, if you heard that part of the podcast, because. We explained it a lot, um, and then uh, Anton Fassler just um, said, I, "How if the- I can just say, oh if yeah, I can please. Say one if more you've thing. got more to say, please, yeah, yeah, just just one more thing about the tenant routine. I almost, 
almost scrapped it completely from the set. Oh, wow. I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> I think it was, that w- that um, made a big impact on everybody. I spent, like I said, we had the deadline on Wednesday and I spent all, uh, I spent all Saturday before it, like trying to, trying to finally make the tenant routine work. Yeah. And I was so done with it. I was working on it by like for like over a month and I, and it didn't work and it kept just, just failing because the stuff I tried was too difficult to do technically. And it was just not, ef- not effective to, to listen and to watch. Uh, because I tried right. to all that, uh, I tried all that pad, uh, that pad tableism is how I call it. I tried that, okay. but it, it came out that it sounds very similar both ways. If you listen to it, uh, backwards and if you listen to it forward, it sounded basically the same. Just the drum patterns were reversed. So, uh, it was really hard to do, but really not effective to, to listen to or to watch. And I, I almost <laughs> scrapped it and I, I had the worst, I had the worst headache of my life. Uh, that day. So I, all, I, I was oh, just, no. I, I was just like, okay, I have to do with the secondary option. Um, like I wanted to do like a multiple tone place with melodies from all around the world that I did that from the countries that didn't make the list. Right. Uh, I wanted to do like the combo of the characteristic melodies from like from Russia, from Africa, from, from Italy and, and so many different countries. That was the secondary option. But then I like reset my head doing the craziest face DJ games on Sunday. And then I went back to that. I, I went to, to back to that tenant routine one last time on Sunday uh, and found out that Flume is from Australia uh, yeah. because I didn't, I didn't know that. And I was like, okay, what, what if I can just chop the, the you and me remix and, and try it backwards? Okay. I, I thought that to make it like, way easier technically wow. and it came out if i if i like lowered the technicality of that of that idea it it like skyrocketed the effectiveness of how you yeah. listen to it and how you watch it like i really like the, the the technicality went from here to here but the the effectiveness just skyrocketed right. so oh, that's i so cool. almost scrapped it i almost scrapped it but then then gave it like one last try and it was just like i'm glad you didn't wow. and that's such a cool beat and song that flume song like i love it and i've never heard any dj yes, do anything with yeah. it you know it's just kind of a it's even hard to play at a at a club you know so it was cool to see you use yeah. it in that respect um yeah. All right, thanks for that info. Let's see, we got one more. Um, Anton Fassler just said, "How the hell can a be? How the hell can a DJ be so innovative and productive?" <laughs> so, just kind of giving you props. Shout out, shout out to Anton because uh, you might not know Anton is the one of the fathers of the superhero DJs. Oh, Anton I did is, not know that. Yes, sir. Anton is not a DJ himself, but he's okay. the He's the brain. He's the brain. Got he it. Works with, uh, he, he works with he he works he works with Pro from the beginning of time. And right. And they work together, so they know each other very well, and they are the two fathers of the superhero DJs. So, Crazy. shout out Anton. <laughs> shout out Anton. Good job. Thank you, guys. You know, thank thank him. Thank you for for bringing you know, all this amazing knowledge to everybody around the world and really sharing the knowledge and, and pushing the game farther and spreading it. You know what I mean? It, it, without 
people like you, without people like him, um, you know, it would it could stay stagnant, you know, and people get used to the same thing. And I think education and sharing and pushing the boundaries is super important and not being afraid to put yourself out there. I think a lot of DJs just want to fit in, you know, and they want to they want craze to like them. So they'll do the same thing as him or something, you know, but I think you really do different things and it's risky and it's scary and sometimes it doesn't work, but it's it's important, you know, and I think another important thing is that you get back up after you you fall down like you're like, well, this didn't work. I'm back now. You know, you're like a boxer <laughs> who like can't get knocked out. And I think that's really important because there's people that will get um, stifled that will get have one bad thing happen and then their confidence goes away and they can't come back from it in a way, you know, or they're scared yeah, to go my, back like, out there. My, my, my confidence always like go, goes away. Like I was like <laughs> yes. right after, right after all, every single time when I lost on the, like, I don't know, like on three style or right now in Goldies, like my confidence was like lowest of the low, but I just know, a few it, days, you know, get back to get back to normal life and I'm all motivated again. So right. it's just a matter of, 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 of time and get um, your brain to reset. Yeah, exactly. That's great. I, I honestly, I think that's just as important as the technical tips, if not, you know, more because it, your, your mind is really, you're, ba you're battling yourself most of the time, you know? <laughs> so you have to be yeah, able exactly. to, uh, you know, win against yourself, really, and push yourself through those 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 barriers. Um, I actually got one more question. I just checked uh, my Instagram sure. to see, um, and I think it's a joke, but I'm gonna I'll say it anyway. Um, DJ Sal Flip. I actually saw Mighty Moves also ask the same question on Twitter, um, in a different way. He said, "Have you ever considered doing one more beat and making it an even seventy beats?" <laughs> not 69 beats <laughs> uh, what is I'm the actually, 69 beats i think they're just saying <laughs> um i always i always get uh, people always say that one of my sons should be like 70 beats and 71 beats that, <laughs> exactly. that should be the nicknames of my of my sons <laughs> that's so funny that's hilarious yeah. Um, yeah, so I saw Mighty Move say something similar, you know, about the 70 beats, but, um, I like it. I, I like how you have your signature. Oh, can I do it? I like how you have your signature, uh, move. I like how you. Oh yeah, you did it right. Congratulations. You did it right. Come like, on, cause mostly it, people it. do. Yes, sir. Like right thumb <laughs> up and left thumb down because mostly people like showed 69 to themselves. And so then you show the 96 to, to all the other people. And I 96, was like, baby. You show it, you show it to me or to yourself. And they're, they're like, oh, oh, oh. I think I, I actually right will admit, buff, I think I got right lucky. Buff, I think I, I got down. lucky. But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I like, how, I like, and the samples you use like 69. Like when you have it in your, in your set, yeah, it's there, pretty funny. There's a lot, there, there's a lot, there's a lot 69 samples out there. Yeah. A lot of stuff you can use. Yeah, and um, he's found the he's found the most 
entertaining ones. <laughs> Which one did he use? I gotta wa- I gotta go back and watch his. Uh, I think he the, his part. he used some some uh, some quotes from I don't know from like a street street interviews where somebody asked people to to talk about what they think about the the sixty nine and stuff like that. I think that, I think it was something like that. Oh my god! I yeah. oh I I think I might know what you're talking about. It was like some show on HBO where they interview couples or something. And they ask him about yeah, it or yeah oh yeah my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty but funny. then again is yeah what the hell are you watching on the internet that you know such quotes <laughs> <laughs> ease is all over the place man he's another person yeah, that is yeah. in every single battle all the yeah, time yeah he was like the battles are one thing he's been all over the world like it's even crazy. in my city he played he played in my city and he, when when my friends saw uh, that I'm battling him in the finals. They were like, "What the hell? He was he, he like just like ten years ago or or nine years ago? He was in the club in my city. That club didn't that club didn't even exist anymore. But wow. he, he was playing right here. That's crazy. And it's like crazy. He's he's, he's he's just been everywhere, man. I know. Everywhere. I know. Yeah, he's I met, he's a great I DJ. Is, I met Is for the first time uh, in person on three style finals in Chile. And oh, he was not okay. even comp- he was not even competing there because Trace was wow. representing the United States. So he was just there with Lazy Boy. Yeah, and that was that's where I uh, I, I met Lazy Boy for the first time. That they were just there. So I, I don't know. Crazy. I don't know. They're maybe maybe they just somehow uh, found out the the skill of how how do you say that M- multi location. Yeah, like you you just <laughs> he's co- teleporting co- you just all copy, over. Yeah, you just <laughs> copy yourself into into many different. In many different places, and you are right. all over the, the world. That's like the that's time. like the Matrix you were talking about. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's that's crazy. Well, um, before we get out of here, um, do you have any other things you want to discuss or talk about? Or if not, do you have any advice or things you want to promote um, for other DJs listening out there? I would ask to. I would like to ask you a question. Yeah, please ask me whatever you want. Well, if I ever come to US, what do I do to play some gigs right there? Well, I mean, as you know, um, a lot of people talk about the United States, I feel like, as if it's one big thing, but it's so huge that it's so separate. So, like, even, um, for example, like, New Year's Eve, I might... I, I was trying to figure out where I'm going to DJ and someone offered me a gig and one of it was in Fort Lauderdale and even like Fort Lauderdale is like a one hour drive to Miami, but it's a completely different place or like in, in California, people like to say, oh, California, like San Francisco is so different from Los Angeles and Los Angeles is so different from San Diego and even like this place I go DJ in Riverside, like an hour drive from my house is completely different than Los Angeles. So it's, it's almost like it depends what you want to do. I think, I think it's important, um, to have a focus on what you want to do rather than just like, I'll do anything. Um, like if you want to play, you know, like a bottle bottle service nightclubs, or if you want to perform your show, your scratch show at like a ticketed event, or if you want to, you know, play in Las Vegas. And, and even in Las Vegas, there's different styles of clubs, you know. So I think it's just a matter of um, 
knowing what you want to do, knowing the right people, and then putting the word out there before you come. So like if you are planning a trip and you tell me, okay, I'm going to be in Los Angeles around this time, then I can try to help you out and then I can talk to people. And all of the people you've met through the battles, I think just reach out to them and and say, yo, DJ E's, like I'll be in here this time. You need anybody to fill in for young ma, you know, as the DJ or, you know, whatever it is. Like we'll be in New York. We'll be in... I'm going to try to go to these cities um, and then you just sort of build it together because that's the same way we get gigs out here is just networking with each other and um, it, you know, just to fly from, from Los Angeles to New York or to Florida is, so, is five hours, six hours. So it's so far. Um, so yeah, I think just being focused on what you're, what you would love to play and what would be your, your best, best experience you know what types of gigs if you've seen things online if you're like your dream is to play the do-over or certain types of parties or something and then just put your focus on that and trying to tell people like me or whoever that could have connections and and could help you out um and then put together a little tour have you ever played out here no i've never been to u.s You've never been to the U.S.? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I need to get a, a, like some special kind of visa to get to U.S. Okay. I remember, I remember like even a few years ago when I, when I met uh, Latin Prince, shout out Latin Prince. Like we met yeah. in, in, in Chile for three styles. He was really surprised that I need a visa to get the U.S. Because we were, he was asking me the same thing and it didn't change for like, how long it's been? Like five years. Right. Uh, like you, sur you survived Trump and now you have new president. Like, and, uh, <laughs> and then, when that, then that we was, get, that was, and then we get COVID. <laughs> That was that was that that was around the time that that Trump was elected. So I, I remember that was a hot topic in Chile uh, on three style. True. Uh, so yeah. So the so Trump uh, promised us to to get rid of the visas for Polish people, uh, and they didn't. Uh, I remember what Obama said the same. Obama Obama wanted to get rid of the visas, but they didn't back right. then, and they're still not doing it. So we still need visas. Well, I think uh, that to, the COVID COVID thing probably really messed everything and, up, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So getting a tourist visa is one thing, and then getting a visa that I, I could use to, you know, play gigs and, and get money for it, it's completely another level uh, visa. So, yeah, and, and a different level of money, different level of administration stuff to, 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 to get done. So right. it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy to get there. I wonder, could you... Um, Hopefully nobody's listening to this from the government. But could you, um, <laughs> could you get the tourist visa? Just come out and do some small gigs, like at little places, and and get to know people, I'm, and then I'm, plan a tour. I'm not and come sure. Back? I'm I don't I'm know not either. sure because I I I know the story. I know one story, and it's not even from Polish people. It's from I I, I won't tell who, but it was it's it's a pretty known DJ. From yeah. from what I from what I heard. Uh, from from Canada, I think he was from Canada. Mm -hmm. He went to play some completely gig out of any money, like some charity yeah. gig in New York or something like that, and he got banned from entering US for seven years. Oh my! Because God. nobody, yeah, I, you don't, don't want like, nobody, it. nobody would believe that he done it. He's done it uh, without any 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 for any, free, any yeah. payment or some for free or something like that. That was a charity gig. 
That's crazy. And from what I know, he got like seven year ban from entering the United wow. States. Wow. No, you're right. I mean, because I hear it's the same. But U.S. and Canada is weird. Like, if anytime I want to go to Canada and DJ, they would make me pay. I would have to get a visa. I would have to pay. I would have to sit there for hours and hours in the customs. They would also like ask me like so many questions, like "Why are you here? Why can't we have a Canadian DJ?" I'm like, I don't know. They're just bringing me here. Um, but so I can only imagine. Yeah, coming from Europe, there's a lot. Um, and I've been reading even last night. There's this DJ producer Fred again, and he played in Los Angeles last night. And I saw his Instagram. He's like, we couldn't get a visa until this morning. We thought we were going to cancel the whole tour. So I wonder, I don't know about that side of things, but yeah, I, I wonder what that's like. I mean, but it's, uh, I, I wish that maybe like a Red Bull or one of the companies that you've worked with could somehow help you and figure out how to bring you out and set up a tour or do something. Um, we need to work yeah, this out, or with BeatSource and DJ City. I think it's something. possible. I think it's possible when uh, when someone from my country, some company, would pay me for everything, and then I go to US to play, and nobody, no company, and no person from United States is paying me. Yeah. Uh, so I I could maybe do that, but then I would have to get paid from by the company from my country, like right, uh, something like it's it's that's crazy. It's it so crazy. Like You're that, DJing. You're on it's, YouTube on the Goldies with all the U.S. people, but you but you can't come here. That's yeah. just not yeah. fair. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, all I right. We if, need I, to- if I ever if I ever if I ever got to 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 Goldies previously uh, that that went in, into live setting in New York, right. I wonder how how would how would it be with the visa. With the visa stuff. I, I wonder I, too. I just, I that would, that's I actually a good idea that. because if they do it in person next year and maybe since you did so well, maybe they'll bring you back just to be a part of it and DJ and that could be like to. sort of your first plan and then you'll be in New York and then you can plan your trip from there to go, you know, around. But, uh, well, if you do get the visa figured out or something happens, please um, let me know because I would love to help you get gigs or anything <laughs> I, I could do to help. Um, because I, I think, you know, yeah, I want you to be able to come here and perform and build with the other DJs and and all be here in person. So that's something we, we need to make that happen. Anybody listening that knows more can make that happen. Please write <laughs> us in, you know, yeah. send us a message. Um, amazing. You have any other any other questions? Do I have any other questions? I don't know. I don't. It's the know. opposite podcast now. Should I? Should I change? Should I? Should I consider changing my DJ name if I ever come to US? Oh man, why? Because sixty nine means a different thing here. Because uh, there's because there's only one king of New York, and I don't know if I'm allowed in New York. I don't know. Um, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> if, 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 if you are mean, how, how they say in a bay, if you are mean. <laughs> you are mean. Uh, I think you're, I think you've, you, you have established yourself with your DJ name at this point. I don't think you can change it. Like everybody knows you <laughs> from your name. I mean, you could change it if you want, but I, I think it's pretty, I think it's pretty good. And people know you, know you as that, you know, and uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's good. I would leave it. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, you you have a good following on YouTube. You're not on Twitter though, right? No, the Twitter is not as popular in Poland when it okay. comes to like mu- music and 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 DJing and stuff. Are like you that. on like, TikTok? 
it is it is popular within like journalists, politicians, and stuff like that. But I I I don't even know if any of my friends of my DJ friends, if anyone has Twitter, I don't even know. Oh, uh, you, I mean, because yeah, so they're they're posting your videos on Twitter, you know, like, and people are talking about it. But there's no way to tag okay, you because you're so not maybe, on there. You okay, might want so to, I like, should. I sir, I was okay. trying to find you on there. Like, there's a Goldie video, and like, you're the beginning of it, and it's like them saying all this stuff about you, and it's pretty oh, really? cool. Yeah, there's a okay. lot of stuff, like, to, and, and also there's it. a lot of videos that like Beat Source and DJ City and different things have posted. Um, of you um on twitter because i was trying to find you um like even on let me see yeah like i was looking through so i couldn't find you on there um because look it's like always so fun to watch and there's a bunch of people liking it and there's you right there can't see it but <laughs> okay um and they okay, post your youtube videos it. and if, if you posted your your routines on twitter you might get some good traction are you on um uh tiktok no i think you would get a lot of people i think you should post your stuff on tiktok too you you would get a lot only like 15 seconds can you post like no you can do you can do three minutes oh really yeah i didn't know (laughs) you can do so much you can do live streaming you can do everything like it's crazy and like Like the djs when it comes to when it comes to technology in in djing world i'm i'm all about it and i'm super forward with it but when it comes to like social when it comes to like social media and all the stuff that you that you have to do like marketing wise yeah i'm super i'm super behind i like i'm still trying to figure out how the thumbnails work on instagram and i (laughs) i i I still get it wrong I know. So, like, I only just, I only just uh, posted my first reel on Instagram like two days ago. I saw. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> so, saw. Yeah, um, you should do them. Uh, you should put them behind. on TikTok, even if you just upload the reel to TikTok just to start. But um, yeah, I thought, I thought about like, yeah. Well, I'm just saying the educational videos would do really well because people love the educational videos on TikTok. So it's just something to think about. I think you you should the more places you put your stuff, the better, because you don't know who's going to see it. And there could be someone that does want to bring you to the U.S. that's watching on TikTok or that sees you on Twitter, you know, so it could be helpful just to spread it around. You never know. Um, because a lot of people I know only use Twitter or only use TikTok or only do Instagram, you know, so you don't know who's going to see you that won't see you on the other one. So I would try just experiment, put your stuff on TikTok, put your stuff on Twitter. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to try that, uh, thriller up uh, yeah. after they announced thriller, the yeah. million dollar battle. Right. Dynamics uh, is I'd... battling tonight. I think. Oh, really? I think oh, so. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I want to oh, see. I have to watch it. But yeah, I, I was like. At first, when they when they didn't like uh, continue the the that battle uh, marketing and stuff, like we all submitted the I videos know. and yeah, and there was, was just like huge silence, I know. no no informations, no news, no nothing, uh, and I was like, okay, this this platform, this app, look really interesting. Maybe I could get some new followers, but if they don't follow up with that battle. Right. I'm not I'm not I'm not doing that any longer because that looked to me to me that looked only like a 
like a thing to like bring a bunch of DJs uh, to join the app and make those DJs bring more people to to vote for them and to like their videos I and stuff. Agree. But then we not follow up with the battle and and but we get like a tons of new people just to. I use know the app. it's weird. Like, I agree. From, It, from my perspective, it looked like that. Like all, right. all due respect to everyone. It's who weird, the and album. now they're doing the battles every week and or something. It's weird. Yeah, I don't but, understand. but they they fo they finally they followed up with the battle. So yeah, maybe maybe I will just maybe I will post some more videos. On yeah, I think you should. Like, there's different people on there, and the reaction to a lot of the DJ stuff on TikTok is crazy. People love the technical, but they love the educational ones too. So. Uh, okay. You never know. You never know who could but see it. And I know. I know. I know about TikTok, of course. Uh, but I, I, I was, I was discouraged to use it because in Poland, like, it's used mostly by by kids. You know, it's like none of the uh, none, of, none of the people of 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 my age. Oh my god, that that sounds like I'm old. Uh, <laughs> of my my age, like my my colleagues, like uh, I don't know. Plus, I, plus minus. I know what you're years. saying. Yes, nobody's, you're right. Nobody's using TikTok, like only just like teenagers and and them. But I think, say, but, it, but it I think so that well. right. But I think if you when Twitter first came out and when Facebook first came out and when Instagram came out, same. Yeah. They everybody go, oh, it's just kids. All the kids on Instagram, yeah. and now it's like old people and brands. So it the kids are always going to be first. But um, yeah, I mean. Just if you ever, if I can help yeah, you, you let it's, me know. It's, a, it's such, a, it's such a great, it's such a great platform for DJs in the United States that might work. I'll even, send you. Even, even uh, I'll send Facebook you some videos. YouTube, even yeah. on Facebook and on YouTube, most of my subscribers are from United States. So my yeah, I know. Go along. So yeah, I'll with. show you. I'll show you some um, TikTok videos that maybe will interest you. And um, and then maybe that'll inspire you to make some yourself. Yeah, I just saw I just saw I just saw Mark Cotts uh, posting about his his transition from some battle, getting one like a million views on TikTok. I oh really? That was that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Mark yeah. Cotts. No, yeah. it's he, I mean SK SK eighty three's been doing good on there on TikTok. Yeah, he All has right. like a lot. He has like more followers on TikTok than any other platform i think oh wow um yeah. and he has like millions of likes and stuff oh whoa see oh, i'm just nice. i'm bringing it up here <laughs> yeah um but yeah i'll show you after um I'll, you know like after we get off i'll show you but yeah sk has two hundred and eight thousand followers 1.2 million likes and he does a lot of the kind of stuff that you do you know what i mean like with just crazy battles and things like that so it could be something to try and uh i know yeah. i hung out with sk in texas one time so he got out here <laughs> um amazing well yeah let's let's let, let me help you whatever i can do help you with gigs or the technology on the social media and um yeah um i, I mean it was so nice talking yeah, to you like, and learning like about everything I feel like if if I ever go to US, I have to learn so much. <laughs> That's about, okay. You know, We're all here to help like... you. The DJ community <laughs> supports you and is here to help you. So you have yeah, friends. We, we are we are always behind. Like we are in Poland. Like all the all, all the stuff is always behind us. The, I know. We are like in the center of Europe, but but all the companies, all everyone is treating us like the like like the some some you know some old country that doesn't require right. any attention or anything like that. That's crazy. Like you just go a couple a, a couple hundred kilometers into Germany, and they're like on a whole different level with all the right. 
social media levels and and all that stuff like like all the companies like i don't know like facebook twitter tiktoks everyone is treating like the the the, sou- the southern the western europe western from poland yes uh west from poland they're treating uh, way different than 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 us Like that's so interesting. I wonder west, why. Ev- everyone, everyone west from Poland gets all the features first. Like the reels on Instagram, uh, yeah. w- wasn't available in Poland, but they were available in in Germany because I saw SK doing reels on Instagram, and they wasn't available in Poland. Right. Uh, the same was with shorts on YouTube. I started yeah. to I started to, to 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 look at some channels doing like one minute videos on YouTube and I was like why 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 is everyone doing one minute videos on YouTube I know. like YouTube was supposed to do like long videos and stuff like that and now everybody's doing like uh, one minute videos and then I get the news that shorts uh, that like you know, like social media journalists in Poland writing about shorts on YouTube but they are only available in first in US then in like right. western western Europe and they will be only available in Poland we don't know when uh, yeah. and then just like we were like like a, i don't know like a couple of months and then suddenly the shorts are available in Poland so interesting it's like we are really not treated uh, I, i hate that word but we are not really treated equally Should yeah. I use that word? E- equality yeah, yeah. in that no, context? No, no, that makes it makes perfect sense. I understand what you're uh, saying. And and honestly, it should be something for people listening to realize, uh, not take for granted that where they live and, and how they're they have access to things first because it's hard, yeah, where where you're from if you're not if you don't have access to the same things as everybody else, but you're trying to compete on the same level. Um, oh yeah, it's that's it's tough. in when we about competing <laughs> it also yeah. translates to it also translates to, to to even to dj battles like yeah uh, it's, right. it's one thing when when you start djing so uh, so late as as i did uh, mm. comparing to people that 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 has done it for so many years longer like i i saw some comments on uh, on isa's videos from goldie awards like people were commenting like oh he dropped this oh he dropped that that was such a g move or something like that he dropped the time at the end that was such a g move like i don't even know why i don't even know why right. that was a g move why that was so amazing like mix master mike was was judging and he was like i loved how he dropped this i loved how he dropped that There is no way for me to to learn yeah. why why the the song selection was so amazing. Like I, right. I of course I liked it. I like all the songs. I love the 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 funk songs, the hip hop songs he selected, and all of that stuff. But I I there's no way for me to learn why was that so special to the judges or to the people that that were watching it i don't right. i don't know why why dropping the time at the end of the set was a g move i, I there's, there's no way for me to understand that if, right. if you know what i mean like if no you, i totally if know what you mean book, if there's any book that i can learn that i can read and learn why that was a g move and le- learn all that stuff why the song selection was so amazing I, tell me tell me the, the title i want to read that book but but i i right. I, i know i have all the internet but I, but where, where do i go to what websites do i go to learn all that you know that little details yeah. that that all the djs from from i don't know from from states that grew up in all that community you just you just know that because you you grew up with this Right. Uh, learning all that stuff, learning all that songs, that music, and 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 stuff yeah. like that. 
you you were you were ba- you all were basically born with it, and I have to learn ab- about it. Uh, yeah, for just you're right. That's crazy. No, it's the culture, like you said. It's being yeah. around it, and it's just understanding the connections of music. But you growing up in Poland, where you're saying that certain music wasn't even there and you weren't even around yeah. things and it's so different there's no way like you said to learn it um except probably there are i guess like you I, w- i haven't even thought about it like that but books that would be cool to read to understand the background of cultures and documentaries and different things so you could see there where, are books there are books know. there are videos of course there are books there are videos there's documentaries and there's so many like but there there, there will always be the that's that side of the, of this that you have to learn by being born in the right place at the right time yeah, and just grow right. grow up with something it's like with the it's like with the language right like yeah. i hear i hear a lot that that my english is very good yes. uh, and i know it's really good but it's never gonna be as good as as a person that was born in english speaking country right right I understand. I mean, well, you're you're better than some people, but <laughs> that that we're born here. <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you you're a lot better. Um, but but I know what you mean. It, it's in, it, it's yeah. it's an interesting point, and it's an interesting point in the DJ world where we're all doing the same thing, and we all have the same um, goals and understanding. But really, we don't. We've got a different perspective and a different culture and a different understanding and. It's been cool to see because it was a lot of the time just people imitating either American things or England things. But now people are bringing more of their own cultures into it and being more of themselves, which I think is cool. Um, but, yeah, that, it, it, that's a crazy thing. I feel like we could talk about it forever. It's like, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And it would be cool to have running lists of books and And documentaries and things that people could watch to learn more, especially as yeah, DJing grows. But then again, I sh- I would have to like use all my time I have right. to read all that books, to read, to watch all the documentaries instead yeah. of sitting sitting in my studio and working on another tenant routine. Like I, True. I much and rather I, I much yeah. rather stay and 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 search for another uh, never been done stuff than you know. I agree. About the- and, and to me, that's why you are. 69 beats and you are one of a kind and you're like nobody else because that's what you bring well i'm just i'm serious that's what you bring to the table is your own self and the people that are trying to read and watch and then copy it it's not going to be authentic so you're better off just it it's good to know the history and the culture but it's also good to be yourself i think at the end of the day the more you're genuine genuinely yourself and you're doing exactly what you love and want and presenting that to the world that's all that matters um and it doesn't matter if you know why it was a g move to drop the song (laughs) i didn't see that i gotta i gotta rewatch it so i don't know what you're talking about but that's some no uh, that's some that's some comment from uh i think from youtube over on on eight on eight tracks channel okay got it Uh, yeah It was like, oh, he dropped the time at the end. That was such a G move. Like, tell me why. I want to understand. Like, I want well, to also, understand. You can't trust <laughs> every. you can't trust every comment on the internet. Everybody has their own opinion, yeah. and you don't know who, yeah, of course. If, who of they course. are, you know. Um, yeah, also, I'm, I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I'm making excuses of why I lost. No, the I don't think you're making I, excuses. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, because somebody could say that. Oh, I'm I'm complaining that I lost the battle because I was no, born in that, the US. No, I mean we're just analyzing uh, it. I think it's very yeah. interesting to hear. 
Yeah. I know exactly why I lost and it was not because of I was not born in US. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, all good. All good. That's that's crazy. Well, I mean, it, it was such a pleasure getting to know you better and and getting a better understanding of your workflow and and your brain really getting to see inside of how you think. Um, it's very interesting. And, and I feel like, you know, in a way you've done a lot, but it's just the beginning for you. You, you've got a lot. I, I know you will come to the U S and DJ, and I know you will do amazing things more and more. And, um, yeah, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to, to follow along your journey. And if you jump on the other social media, I'll follow you on there too. Okay. After that <laughs> talk, I, there's a high chance I will. Yes. Yeah, I think you should. I'll, I mean, I, if you need help, call me, hit me, text me, whatever. I'll, I'll help you do it. And um, from what I know, I'm not like an expert, but I, I at least try. I've used all of them and I try them out. So, um, yeah, right. I'll help you out. And, um, yeah, thank you. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for supporting thank you. BeatSource. And uh, thank, thank you for, you for all you me. do for the – yeah, thank you for all you do for the DJ culture. Honestly, it's it's amazing. And thank you for giving us a platform to yeah to meet to meet with the world. <laughs> yes, exactly. A lot of people are going to hear you yeah. on here, so we're just letting everybody know about sixty nine beats. So um, yeah, thank you. You got any other any other final words for the DJs out there? Um, shout out to every single person that got through all that podcast <laughs> up until the <laughs> yes. end. Yes. Uh, huge love to huge love to to Beatsource family and to you Spider of course for having me. Huge thanks. I of loved course. it. And if you ever want to have me again, I will love to do it again. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, huge thanks. We'll do it for having me. We'll have you again, and hopefully we'll have you again in person when you come to Los Angeles when you get booked here. <laughs> it will happen. I would love to, yeah. <laughs> I feel it. It's going to okay. happen. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, see you soon. Peace. Thank you. Peace. All right, thank you 69 Beats for calling in all the way from Poland. That was incredible being able to talk to you and get some insight into your brain and your process on how you do this stuff. Um, and I hope some U.S. promoters bring you out to America and we get to see you rock live out here soon. Uh, the 20 Podcast is produced by BeatSource. Join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to DJs. I'm DJ Spider signing off. Peace. And that was The 20 with DJ Spider.